All right, first and foremost, I got riled up just as we were talking about it before we went live. A heartfelt fuck you to Rush. We want someone <laughs> who is technologically savvy and not a boomer like me who can come and help us, who's at all the fucking events with us, who's at TeamSpeak with us all the time, who can spend just a little bit of time with his bros, with his boys, hanging out, fixing some shit, and we were going to pay him. So first of all, fuck you, Rush. Heartfelt fuck you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Rush. Fuck you, Rush. You want to right. that, Russell? I mean, yeah, for not accepting money or something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, second point of order. Second point. Well, we've got uh, Mr. RVD. That's uh, his wrestling name. RVD. RVD. <laughs> yeah. Russell Van Donker. I, I look very similar to him. Yeah. Same physique. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you go to the gym a lot. Yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're a not. Bit. I wouldn't call. You, I was going to call you. I was going to call you. Yeah, that's true too. You're probably not on the roids. You're not throwing anyone through tables. There's yeah. a show match going on. You yeah. could chase. Wait, it's Yanko. Yanko oh. and Trace. You could throw Yanko through a table in the show match if you want. Yanko, you cool with that? Yeah, absolutely. If you could lift me. He did. He did have McDonald's <laughs> like late at night. That's true. Yeah, he's he's packing some pounds on. There's, there's some extra weight. <laughs> he's in Mate, the after phase. all that, we couldn't even get Mark Hunt to help us lift fucking Carmack. I know. Carmack was a squirrely one. Well, he judo gripped the fuck out of me, man. I, I also thought he was going to tear it on the stage. He yeah, I, th- I, I thought that could have gone horribly wrong. It was his uh, favorite pair of jeans, Yanko. I. <laughs> hey, before we get too deep, we, we need to say this is the uh, this is the first Spotify exclusive episode. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out get there. Get the clip. Yeah, out. Spotify yeah. exclusive. Welcome. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Uh, we'll talk more about that. We'll do a bit where Russell doesn't have to listen to us talk about the business stuff. So yeah. maybe this will be tacked on and people have already heard this. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted Officially. to cover this. Yeah. Well, I think maybe it's the... Inception. The fact that there's a, a Spotify logo in the middle of the screen as well should be helping people should out Should help, there. yeah. Uh, and that's how... And we, the fact that you'll only be able to watch it on Spotify. And the fact that we were talking about paying Rush, the money's going to come from somewhere. I'm not fucking giving him my own money, right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's all going to come from somewhere. I think maybe Rush just needs a different incentive. He's not a man that can be bought out. What's a good incentive for Rush? At least by money. Like a special well, anime is very. subscription and service. So Crunchyroll. But there's probably like he a, can use mine. There's probably a dark web one. <laughs> yeah, with all the hentai on it or some shit like that. Uh, we Back normally start with we normally Jason start. Jason would know, but we will leave that for later. The <laughs> the hentai. Yeah, that's right. I forget. Jason we already did that. Yeah, episode. we already did. That. I, I was, we can't. <laughs> we can't keep doing more weird this topic. stuff. We anyway. Uh, Jason, how's your sex life now that you've had a kid? It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. Yeah. 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 No complaints. No, I couldn't imagine. I'm not. I'm not going to ask you this because I'm. I have manners like that, but you do know that there's some people who like during the pregnancy they don't have any sex. Really? Yeah, they're like sometimes like the doctors like. Whatever, well, they advise maybe, to it. Uh, they may advise or like you know if you can do it, maybe it would be better or whatever. No man, I had cool and doctors. I, they were just like green light, have sex. Really? Yeah. I've never I've never even gotten to the thought process of yeah. any of that. So my, I, I, my, I, one of my friends had day. to go through it. That's like you know nine months. No sex. And something actually just jerking off the whole time. Welcome to the podcast, Russell. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you do what James does? Do you beat off before every match? No. No. <laughs> uh, uh, you won the testosterone in your body. Just after yeah. a win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's probably like uh, performance advantages to really anything. But yeah. I, I don't know. As a person that works out, like I, masturbation is like probably one of the worst things that you could do. Oh, shit. <laughs> so. That's why I'm not putting on any gains. Wait, why is it the worst thing you can do? I've never heard this. Well, testosterone is like helping with everything, right? I mean, people that would masturbate sure. a lot probably would experience some hair loss or like their hair feels like. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake! Oh, <laughs> Jesus, why did he go and there? Uh, oh, why did he, he just go there? Your <laughs> fuck yeah, no! There's also more because testosterone is helping like plenish like your your muscles and keep everything like dense. And okay. like when you do that, you're 
I mean, when you release your seed, you're releasing like you know, you're, you're releasing your protein basically. Yeah. Just gotta, we got to be more precious with it, Jason. Yeah, I guess so. Got to store it up. Just, just tone it down. Store it up for those pumpkins. I was just messaging the head doctor the other day, like, bro, I keep putting this stuff in, and like, I'm because I got to rub the shit in my head every day, and I yeah. come out and I'm like, there's like loose hairs, maybe like ten loose hairs in my hands. I'm freaking out, obviously. Did he ask you if you were jerking off too much? No, he didn't. But now maybe maybe I should <laughs> well, tell him. I have. <laughs> Uh, it's normal though i mean i think everyone like especially when they shower is probably yeah you know, but dude coming out after you get to the point of like the balding where you either have two options go for the jason much braver man than i or do the hair transplant and then you have the ptsd because when i see it i just have like the flashback i've i just spent i wasn't a lot of money it was only 1800 euros it's actually pretty fucking cheap but I, it, it's the time that i spent right i'm feeling like shit and then seeing it already like coming out I'm, i know he the doctor said exactly what you're saying it's shedding right it's like it's it's pretty normal but yeah. for someone who's now really worried about losing their hair again uh it it just fucking freaks me out every time i'm like in the mirror eyes go wide i'm like what is happening man and then um yeah yeah the funny thing is like james could also have just been trolling right or what about the beating his meat yeah but i hope not but whatever it's like as soon as something that happens you have people coming in oh yes i'm an attending physician at uh, john hopkins (laughs) and uh, actually uh, you know by that and releasing your uh, dopamine levels uh, your focus increases by uh, 17.32 percent not you know playing so it makes a lot of sense i'm like you know sometimes these people are just taking the piss (laughs) you know like and then there's someone going super deep in it you're talking about snake oil yeah, I that's mean. what I'm about to have right here. Uh, hey, Russell, are you doing any nootropics, mate? I'm taking some some classic Joe Rogan uh, Alpha Brain <laughs> right here. I don't know if this does anything, but I take it every day I go to work. My brain feels more. I can definitely on. tell you that it doesn't. If you, I got more more <laughs> recall of memory. I don't know if any of those things are true. It's probably a placebo, but at least it makes me think. And it then I have placebo. vitamin D. I love I, a good what placebo. It, what is in it though? Does it say like ingredients? I don't give a fuck. Crazy, no, <laughs> it's alpha brain. Let him have a look. I don't know what's in there. No, there's a, there's a, some of the, there's got to be at least one good thing in there. At I don't least know, one. At least one. Yeah. Uh, I, but I remember a couple of years ago, like Stiko was talking about nootropics. I went down that road for a time. Yeah. It's just too expensive, man. It's like, I don't want to pay for this much shit. I like, guess you got to pay for diapers now. So you got. Well, not even that, but like, I mean, I do, I take vitamin D, magnesium, and fish oil. That's it. I've, I've pared down from, from the pills I used to. The amount fish of, oil? That, yeah. The vitamin D is important. So it can swim better? Yes. <laughs> Aquaman over here, yes. we're calling it. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> Mate. The, the vitamin D though, that's one thing I miss. And like, I'm trying to take more of it, but I'm trying to pull myself out of like being a depressed emo idiot at the moment, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm clinically depressed or anything. I would just say I have, you know, a brain, a a brain deficiency brain fog. at the moment and uh, try, trying to get out of it. And I can't wait to be um, in Malta for the, we were talking about this last night. You're telling me about the routine that you're doing of just basic things to get yourself going in a day. And with the excess of time we have when we're not working, I become such an undisciplined fucking cunt. Like the version of me, I dread it at the end of it. So I need to stop that. I need to stop that shit. I need to hold myself accountable. I need to go back to the Malta sun. I need to get in the fucking ocean. Summer's coming. You'll be fine. I mean, fine. the sea. Exactly. But in winter, I can't be... I can't... I, I know people who had seasonal depression. Like, maybe, you know, that's an actual thing. Malta is a, is a great place to be during the on-seasons. Yeah. During Not the winter, often. it'd be very tough, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Russ, what do you do what's to your, wind down? Yeah, what's your routine? Not beat his meat. We learn that much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's step one. That's not beat your meat, and your happiness might, might increase. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I go for for walks a lot, uh, even during the season. Like, you know, whenever our breaks are during the practice days, I go for a walk. Uh, obviously, working out is just normal season or off season. Um, I don't know. I like nature, 
So, and I kind of like all the all the seasons to be honest, because I'm from Canada, and I feel sure. like all the seasons in Canada are are beautiful in their own way. So, can't I appreciate enjoy, one. I enjoy the, the winter. I enjoy the summer. So, yeah, but you're essentially doing the same thing as me, mate. Like you've relocated to Europe. You you're living away from where you feel the physical home of Canada, yeah. right? And then you've had to put your life in order to be able to do this thing to compete. But when I look at you and I look at me, one of us is just a fucking sloppy mess and the other one is one of the best Counter-Strike players in the world, right? Like, how how have you been able to, at a young age as well, right? I've got like 10 plus years on you. Like, I, I'm 33. So, I, and, I, and I, I don't have my shit together at all. Like, I'm, I admit that. But you, like, I look at you and you've, it looks to me like you've got your shit together. Like, I look like this, this guy. Does it feel like you have your shit together? Yeah. I mean, nice. I would say for the most part, I mean, I'm about to, to move to Malta. Uh, another one new yeah. next door neighbor uh, <laughs> I was going to announce that on, on social media actually but uh, oh, yeah my uh, another counter exclusive yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my partner uh, Caro uh, did all the visa stuff for me yeah so now you were living um, in Germany when you first went over there right yeah. yeah yeah exactly and it was a lot of ongoing like visa stuff basically for the entire past year it was just visa problems yeah complications or whatever and, yeah. and Caro has solved everything she takes that uh, load off of me for sure and now my visa has been approved for Malta, and nice. I can just focus on on gaming again. So sick! But uh, come on down to the fifty ping. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, playing Canada with like eighty five ping. He's yeah, gonna be fair. just fine. It's really all good. <laughs> he's gonna be but, just uh, fine. Yeah, I think when I first moved to Germany, it was just like a cultural uh, shift, especially because Cologne is apparently not an area where people speak English or whatever. So yeah, I I struggled to just be okay with daily things you know like you're listening to the radio in a car it's just german every advertisement you see is just german yeah. i'm just like i'm like okay and i kind of think i i bottled myself up in my at my setup and i just focused on counter strike because it was sure. like the one thing that was comfortable for me in in europe so and i think there was upsides to that because i mean i the only thing i wanted to do was grind the game because what else am i going to do outside i just yeah damn yeah. <laughs> it's I, a foreign area for me so i, I just want to play the game and that's how all of 2021 went and 2022 as well and uh and yeah i know starting a new chapter i guess yeah that's cool yeah it, an, another another addition to the malta east but here's the thing when you're there you me henry machine we'll have to get like uh, kiyoshima's there we'll bring him in Ooh. we can go play a local land we'll go like take all the kids to school there's only two land cafes <laughs> you there. gotta set up what you gotta sign up with like aliases we go on, yeah we go on with like masks on and shit and we, so they don't know us and we'll just fucking own all the kids and you can bet the chat's gonna bring you like a stack of papers as well with all the tactics yeah, like, yeah. So, so the cost we're really, not losing so you know so you know what you're doing like exactly we gotta win this and your shit. map is going to be anubis vertigo ancient yeah that's that was, great that's my that's the map that's the holy trinity i fucking love those <laughs> I, I can't get enough of those vertigo is not good people do do dislike vertigo and i understand i understand why they dislike vertigo but i also like certain parts of vertigo you know, I think that the ramp fight when it's not just spammed through smoke in terms of like the smoke exchanges for territory. Why am I doing this already? Why yeah. am I doing this already? Uh, he baited you in. He did uh, bait me. At least in. it's not. You're not talking about the fucking format. Have a shot. We always talk about formats here. And Jason, he he zones out. Me and Yanko get heated. <laughs> and I just disconnect. <laughs> I just turn my brain off for a little bit. I'm just like, whatever. You guys have we, fun with it. We were discussing Thanks, Jason. like two nights ago because <laughs> when we do this episode in the break, we're going to spend so much time talking about the formats, like with the majors and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't guess we can, we can look at the circuit <laughs> overall, but we were talking about banning Jason from the episode. Yeah, you don't I, have to ban me from the episode. I will voluntarily step But we need a replacement. We can't yeah. just do the two of us. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. But something that I want to ask you as well is, 
you know, because me and Jason, we've done both coaching and talent. And something that's like very different is when you're talent, you go to the event, you finish your home, you have all your free time, more or less, right? Besides some basic stuff, whatever. But when you're coaching, when you're on a team, you go to a tournament, you compete, you go back home, you practice again. Like you, you spend a lot of time on that. Like, and I know you were talking about <clears throat> for IEM Rio, you know, that you were feeling burnt out and everything. Like how... Like, can you describe that a little bit? Because it's, okay, the tournaments are there, but it's like you finish a tournament and it can be tough. You maybe have lost in the final, whatever. You get back and it's like maybe a day or two off and then it's back to work straight away. Uh, yeah, for Rio, it was, I mean, obviously our, our last chance qualifier run and even ending up there uh, is what put us in that situation. And, you know, if it was up to me, I would have just dropped out of, yeah. of Rio and, and took a fat fine probably. <laughs> but uh, But, yeah, I mean... That's obviously things that you have to figure out in the beginning of the calendar. And it was tough for us to figure out our schedule because we haven't completed the Grand Slam yet. So yeah, for us, exactly. we had to accept every event. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. it was the unknowing, right? I mean, uh, we knew we would get invited to Dallas because of our world ranking. And so we took the Rio invite instead because it was the closer event. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, many things add up to exhaustion. Like I felt that during the RMR, like I had like many like interviews and stuff and it was yeah. annoying. and. The I mean, obviously we're professionals and we're always going to be in the spotlight as a team. But like the amount of cameras that are at blast and everything just becomes so fatiguing, especially when you're you're there for two three weeks. And I feel like I have a camera on me like every day. It feels like like you're always on. Exactly, like yeah. no privacy. I cannot just like be like mm. be fine basically. Mm. And uh, going to Rio, obviously a long travel day, and then we have media at like at the evening uh, after yeah, yeah, we yeah. land. And it just like it just doesn't stop, right? And it, it's so frustrating, and uh, and yeah, I mean, at some point it gets gets too much. I mean, obviously, that, I've been on. I'm used to this. I mean, in 2019 on Liquid, like we traveled 265 days. Like I know what fatigue feels like, but it was this like next level camera exhaustion, I guess. But that right there, the the bit you point out, we haven't had uh, a bad over like that with an overlap like that with an event in a while. Excuse me. <clears throat> We had that last time I remember was when we had the Malmo, New York thing back in 2019 oh, before yeah, the pandemic. You remember that? EG. Because we're all at the airport, EG Ween, we're all, and we're all fucking the final finishes and we're all in a shuttle. We're on the way to the fucking airport where everyone's on the way. Yeah. And then we get there and we land in Copenhagen and we get across, get across to Malmo, right? I'm pretty sure it was. And then same situation. Like we're not playing, but for, even for us, like it's fucked. We get in, I remember me and Trace, we went and checked in the room and we're doing media like immediately. It's like, and we're going. It's the same thing as here. I was jet lagged as fuck when I had to do the lobby stuff at night. So it would have been. I don't know, like three o'clock in the morning for my body clock at that point. I had yeah. landed the day before and I looked at the footage of me and I'm like, I look so horrendously tired. Like I'm not in good shape right now in terms of just my fucking complexion, but I looked worse than general. Like I, I, my, my hair was fucking greasy and flat. And I was like, who is this guy? Like, <laughs> this you know, you, don't, you look at yourself and you're like, who is this person? It's not me. That's how I felt after getting off the, the real flight and I have to do a piece for the second Grand Slam. And I'm just like, well, yeah. it feels like it's kind of important. And, and like, they just didn't care at all. <laughs> yeah. right? Like I'm sitting here like exhausted. I look dead and I'm just like, if this is what they want, then that's yeah. what they get. I yeah. remember the New York Malmo situation as well. I mean, we landed and we had like a three-hour nap and we're on the media. And it also happened in, in Odin's as well at the end oh, of the that's year. Right. Like we yes. landed, We landed off our flight. Three hours later, we play a media uh, BO1 against North. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> that's crazy. So. <laughs> well, I feel for the most part, we've moved away from a lot of that other than this like last RMR into the Rio situation was the, the worst one. Like here's, where did we come from before we came here? 
we had there was Paris, time off. We had like four days off. Yeah. Well, so Five it was it was yeah. a yeah it was a week, right? That's right. I went to Amsterdam. Fuck! I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I <laughs> no wonder that's a haze. Yeah, a hazy memory of <laughs> yeah. mine. Um, they banned smoking and marijuana on the streets there. Did they really? Yeah. You can still do it in coffee shops. You though. can still do it in coffee shops, but they banned it on the streets. Sure. It's which is crazy for Amsterdam. I mean, could be a good thing. I the guess. residents don't like it. That's the issue because they they and they're also looking to move the red light district so the 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 ladies of the night oh, in the on. in the windows into like some big basic office building to be like one of the largest brothels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really attending. <laughs> Do you have the address of that building? Building? No, I, I was only reading about this. I was reading about it in the oh, news. Uh, able to see where no, 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 I didn't do it. Well, you know, I was walking down the red light district street with my girlfriend and she's like looking at all the mirror in all the windows and stuff. And she's like, you're not looking. And I'm like, this is fucking awkward. I'm with my girlfriend. I don't know. Like, what, what are we talking? I'm looking like straight ahead or straight down or in the canal. I'm not looking at these half naked legs. Just give it a glance. Like, Come on, Jay. I don't, I'm, a bit, I don't, I'm a bit of a prude, you know. <laughs> Just a bit. Keep it, keep it in your pants type thing. But... We're They're here. not cartoon girls, so he's not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the hentai fiend? What's going on here? Because you have a subscription to an anime website. Crunchyroll, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. have so. I, that's something I need to check out, man. Every day, like something comes out of my bank account, and I don't even know what it is <laughs> anymore. I'm like that. Fifteen dollars for this. Bro, yeah. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm thinking of just canceling my card and requesting a new one <laughs> because I can't. I can't keep track anymore. Like there, you know how sometimes you subscribe to a thing like and the the name of the company like the parent company is like something it's different, yeah, different yeah. right so i'm like what the fuck is this even like 20 dollars a month like is this the vpn yeah is this this is this that the worst, are, this. the worst are the 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 yearly ones that like i signed up to try and watch like an nfl game like two years ago and every year i get that notification that's like oh you have given 120 dollars to cbs <laughs> for an nfl now. pass and i'm like <laughs> fuck i'm not even using this <laughs> Exactly. But I'm obviously, cards. <laughs> I'm obviously straight up going to forget by the next time it yeah. rolls around. That's like, I think I have the uh, UFC subscription or whatever because I watched like one fight like a couple of years ago. <laughs> I have the same thing. It's like, well, maybe one will come around. Yeah. But yeah. It's like uh -huh. every year around September, here we go. And this is the <laughs> thing. And here we go into our next topic, pay-per-view model for Counter-Strike so everybody can forget and they'll constantly be paying the players. There we go. We've solved it. Sure. <laughs> Just like a gym membership. Yeah, that's right? easy. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 fucking no. Don't worry, fans. Just uh, sign up for your free trial here and then we'll automatically charge you after yeah, that. Give us your card details. All of them, actually. Every and, single uh, Yeah, maybe it'll be a daily transaction. You'll never know. You'll, you'll never actually know. Um, okay, well, lads, I don't know about you, but I'm about to get up and get some more water. Does anybody want some? I'm all good. I got my I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> it was little Serbia out the front of the hotel last night. Did you hear this shit, mate, from your room? They were blasting music on a speaker. I'm getting that one sec. Yeah. Serbian club music? Well, I don't know, just Serbian. There's a couple of guys here who uh, played CS but moved here a, a couple of years back uh, just for, you know, shits and giggles. Better life. Sure. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, they, they came over to the hotel and we were hanging out. A couple of, a couple of the guys, Madden was there. Um, Bought us some Vegas bombs last night. Yeah, those were the guys. Yeah, yeah. that's actually not terrible. That tastes I, I, good. I didn't know what goes into it, but yeah, oh, right, we had that too. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, there was a bunch of, I don't know if people, how, pe to, to which extent were people annoyed by us, but thank you, Chad. Um, but yeah, I think like we mentioned Russ as well last night because someone was talking, like, someone mentioned like Sean, Sean Gares, right? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I brought him up. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that Misfits team. Oh yeah, we were team. talking about your Misfits days. Yeah, it was Amanek, like. Amanek, and obviously Sick. Oh, it was Sick. No, no, I, was, I didn't play no, with the French people. No, oh, it was you sick. didn't play with no, the French people? No, it was Sick, Android. Oh shit. No, no. No Android? No. Do you but remember? I'm also having trouble. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and Sean, we know that. Sean, I just remember Him Sean. Sean yeah. You were there with Sick. Yeah. The whole, the whole situation was... 
Man, I remember when I was leaving uh, Misfits and I felt really like guilty afterwards for not telling uh, Sean Garris like faster because there was a situation where you could have actually ended up in Optic. Oh. And that could gotcha. have been like a whole new like team, right? Yeah, with like thing. good leadership. So, is that replaced when like NAF was there and Stan and stuff? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so like when Optic were pretty good. Yeah, that okay. could have been a, a good team. And like now, back then. now Sean's a dad with two I kids. Mean, it did turn into a working good team on Valorant. Huh? That Optic did turn into a good team, regardless. Yeah, I mean, it was after after, after their the win. Stand. It was after their situations, and they were trying to find like a good replacements and they didn't know if they wanted EU players or not. So oh, yeah. It was like that thing. They went full EU with like Freiburg and Magisk and, and stuff. Oh, some yeah, of the Mixel lineups that should have just never existed. <laughs> right? There was some... All who was in that team. I went, out, <laughs> I went out to the Optic House in Chicago one year to get a new passport. Oh, shit, he was in that team. And I, I drove out there. I met, like, Hex, and it was, like, Alu just hanging out outside in, like, shorts and a shirt, just smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Madge was inside making some toast. Mixwell was in there being Mixwell. Fuck. I, I'm trying, I think the weirdest team that would have ever happened would have been Smoothie and Snappy going to Mongolia. I think that would have <laughs> probably been the weirdest one that would ever happened. Splice was pretty weird when it had, like, Aria, Davey. Yeah. A machine gun like it was that was a f crucial i think was in that team like it, it i think you've cracked the code though mate the 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 north americans have to go to europe not the europeans coming to north america no i think it's just huge huge cultural shift and i mean especially for europeans when they go to north america there's going to be like an overall skill level downgrade because no yeah. matter what you do like when i'm death matching or playing retakes in europe it's just a higher skill like floor like the players you're gonna play against in the community are just better than in north america yeah so yeah. i think by nature when you leave that continent you come to this one uh yeah i mean i think over time like finding a ways to get better it becomes more difficult especially if you never go back to europe well that was like the stepping stone that we did right so we went from oz and then we we're in na and there was, there was, we had the same thing as if it was na to eu like in Australia, there's players, but there's much better players in North, especially back there. That was like the North American glory days. Well, mm. that's that's what the North American scene had at one point that allowed us to get some good teams and allowed us to have some young players that we don't have anymore, which is, I mean, obviously it being like the hub for Brazil and South America and Australia as well, and even like Asian teams that were coming over at the time. Yeah. But then also we had like E-League where European teams would be doing like a rotation through North America for like four weeks straight. We had sure. Pro League as well that was pride. regionalized. So like you, you get that mix up between the two scenes well enough to impart some things on NA, which we just, we just don't get anymore. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame that that's kind of uh, disintegrated for sure. But it's still the idea of like Europe and then America housing the rest of the world. I still think is something that we should try and investigate. Oh, that should be the play. Of course. Sure. I yeah. mean, I, I was telling people for a while that they should regionalize the uh, America like the pro yeah. league yeah. because like these NA teams that qualify through the conference like they just come into the groups and they just get plowed by some European team yeah. it's not like they're done in what two, they done in two days do, right? and see ya yeah, yeah and sometimes they end up with like another NA team in their group so they just like end up playing liquid and they just lose to another <laughs> regional team like, yeah. what experience are they supposed to get right and uh, and yeah I mean at least like if they're practicing and they're playing I actually I mean, this is like contradicting because no one likes online CS, right? Sure. But like, remember in 2018 when you had to play like an actual online season yes. yeah. in your region yeah. and like you qualify for playoffs? Yeah. I feel like that means more now than it would like, or it means more back then than it does now to qualify for playoffs at Pro League. I see what you're saying. Well, I, I the, the thing that I liked about it before was a lot of those formats you would you would play everybody. Because I remember when yeah. I came over to NA, yeah. we played against... BO2 against every team. Yeah. It felt like a proper season. Exactly. Well. Yeah, it yeah. felt like a league. Yeah. 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 This but Pro League is like... You, it's an extended there tournament. for like one week. And yeah, yeah. No, it's just it should extended. be like Pro Bowl or something, right? Like we're, yeah. we're definitely not running a league there. Because the, the fact that everybody doesn't play everybody, 
that for me is the whole point of a league, or at least it's broken up into something where there's a lot more matches to measure everybody. But it, it is a, it's, it's, I don't know, man. Like it's a better quality of team overall, but in terms of what it's taken away, uh, you're, you're probably right. Think, I'd have to look. No, at the I figures. think it's like right now you actually can't even you can't even regionalize it because no, there's because not enough it, teams it, in a exactly. in a. So what you have to do really is at least make at least put one season in NA. Right, like yeah. one season of pro league should be in played in NA. So everyone's here for that five weeks. <laughs> so everyone's weeks. here, like, and and everyone's not here for the five weeks because of weeks. But you know, you have how many, however many teams, eight teams. You know, let's say six come from Europe or from other regions, and they stay that week in NA. And obviously, they have to practice someone. And then, even though it's different teams that come for local NA teams, they get you know four or five weeks of being able to play um, against someone. But I agree with you, Chad, as well. It's a good point that you know when you make it into groups. Well, then, you know, the Pro League has 32 teams, but only eight teams play each other, right, in yeah. the group. Yeah. <laughs> not even, you know, you, you not even play every single team in that group. And then whoever you meet in the playoffs, right? So probably if you really wanted to put more focus on the NA region, you change the format somehow. You go back to, I think for, for Pro League, it's fine for it to be round robin. <laughs> <laughs> I caught no, that out of the corner of my no, eye. <laughs> Have you no. seen this? He's taking a shot every time format talk comes out. <laughs> no, but just just for pro league, like it's fine that it's round robin, maybe because if we are if the focus on it, of course, it's competing and winning it and, and all of that. But if it's also to re resurrect to an extent, you know, a region, then that being their multiple games and your know, teams getting like more experience and more reps, I think that could, that would be fine. But for what like one? Sort what, of a what does CS2 do to all of this, right? Because there's, we know it's... CS2 brings more players, yes. right? Like CS2 is going to get maybe some guys from Valorant to come back to CS or, or, or try CS. New kids. New kids are going to like pick up the game because it's cool. But, and by the, the problem is... Well, by we need the, to be ready to capitalize Exactly. On by the yeah, time yes. that happens, there should be systems in place to harness those new players, right? Whether it's ESCA or, or whatever it is, a lot of like cash cups that, that are being had, something like that. They have, oh, there's this little thing we can compete in. Yeah. You know, a couple of tournaments are cool, like, you know, Fragadelphia, something like that. Oh, like this thing we competed in online and, and, and beat some teams and lost some teams. Oh, there's actually a, a LAN tournament. Let's go check it out. Let's have some fun. Let's, you know, see, see how it goes. But you need to have those opportunities. I think that's the, the, the exact word. Like we need to be, there needs to be, there needs to be opportunities for these new players. Also people, you know, trying to go pro or trying to just get better, like teams that are, you know, a level, let's say, below party astronauts, right? Like teams that are trying sure, to, to get yeah. to that level. But that has gone missing. That's one of the things that's disappeared, right? And it has, like, yeah. We, they're there. <laughs> I they're was going to say there's just no incentive anymore. Like I said, yeah. like, they qualify for these events and they just, like, get what chance it. do they have, right? They, yeah. It's like no experience. You they're go from, like, the ESEA cash cups to, like, qualifying for pro league, and then it's like... It's quite there a needs steep. to be, like, an in-between. <laughs> okay. That's, I'd say... Hmm. If let's say a North American <laughs> league, no. If well, if, yeah. If, yeah go ahead. We used it's to have like, one of those. Well, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> just, Shut the fuck up, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that was like the thing about the 2018, like the the online season. Is because like the really good North American teams also play like all of like you True. know technically the winter folks. And exactly, yeah. and those teams eventually grow. And then even when you see like a team like Selfless go to E League, like they almost have good results against sure. EU teams because there's it's a building up process, yeah. right? You start playing against Liquid, Furia, and stuff. And you can build something competitive there within the region where they practice each other and they play each other in important games. And then when, you know, every team has a chance to go to Europe, there's like better, <laughs> better teams fielded. And now we have EG. I mean, we're all ignoring like one other big problem in this situation where these are all great ideas and everything. But the reality is... Fuck like, you guys. There's... 
Well, the, <laughs> the reality there's is no org incentives, right? Like, I was going to say there's no reason for like liquid complexity Furia to ever play in that event. Like their schedule and their calendar is already super busy managing travel going to the big events. And then so they're just never going to be in that local North American league or event, whatever it might be. And then you don't get any eyeballs on it. And then the person running it is just like, what the fuck's the point? I'm losing money. Well, it depends on, let's say, what the prize pool is. Does it maybe give you a slot in Cologne? Or something like that, like you know, DreamHack challengers do, right? You win that sure. one, you get a slot. Our problem in, in is the next three best North American that. orgs are partner teams. Complexity, Liquid, and EG are all partner teams. You can't have all fucking three of them partner teams. I know, but it's only one of them is any semblance of good. I think the problem is you uh, can't. Complexity is a semblance of good. Yeah, okay, you're right. It's been like with the with, <laughs> Sorry, the, change, with, with the change to Pro League and then COVID and everything that's happened. There's been like a, a drought for three years where these teams just don't exist. Like, who could you need, except party astronauts? Fuck it. Or ATK. Let's, or, or, let's save NACS. I've got the answer. Here we go. Yeah, I've got it. I've got <laughs> the answer. I love chat right. answers. You ready? Yeah. We just get Twist back to Liquid. Right? We got Twist, yeah, Naf, Yakinda. Please, no. Twist, <laughs> Naf, Yakinda, OC, and a fifth. An in-game leader. Any suggestions? Should Denied. We? But you were the one with How the answer. Hooksy? Denied. Oh, <laughs> I'm fuck. not going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never fuck. going back. What if they come to you? What if they move to Europe? That's not Th that's the, not only person <laughs> I, the only person I believe that would do that. <laughs> I think probably what, what you have to do is those teams need to sort of form or happen or, or some of the teams need to get better, like ATK. And, 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 you know, so once they do now qualify, when they have qualified for Pro League, okay, they have their group, but you, you provide them with like two more weeks of accommodation or boot camp, right, where they can practice and get better. And you do that, like, let's say this season, and the first season next year and then second season next year is in NA, mm. right? And, and that's when you maybe implement, start implementing some stuff because, you know, if you just send like FaZe and Vitality and Navi there and they're, and they're playing, I don't know who, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to look silly, right? Like, yeah. and, and you don't want that. No one wants that. It's not good for anyone. So, you know, so that at least the level of the teams is decent, like... Mm. A little bit better than where ATK is now and some of these teams. So they can actually, oh, steal a map off of a team, right, in a, in a game that maybe isn't as meaningful or, or just put up a good fight and get experience. And I think there's just not many NA events. What do we have outside of Dallas? Like Washington? That's, that's a recurring yeah, that's event. Well, actually, I don't even, that's I don't a even, one-off. Like, I actually don't even count this as particularly like a great North American event when you think every single year between the visa issues, the stand-ins, teams breaking up right after the major, roster changes incoming. Get like, Biden on the phone, bro. I can't do anything about <laughs> the visa issues. Uh, it's sad. It's, okay, what about the other four things I listed? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I what mean. What about Canada? You, can we come to Canada for an event? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be a great place Canada's for Canada's actually even harder than NA to get Yeah. Visas. Yes. Canada is this weird place, at least yeah. for, for, for Serbians, is like, even if you're transiting through the airport, not getting into you Canada, you need a visa. <laughs> Which is why visa. Nico one time got fucked, because he wasn't aware of that, and then they booked him for like E-League or ESL, they booked him in, they booked him back transiting through Toronto or whatever, and he got to the airport, they were like, uh, where's your visa for Canada? Oh He's my like, God. I'm not going to Canada, I'm going home. Yes, but you need a visa for transiting. It's like, well, Canada's Canada's the most intense border I have to ever cross in the states. For me too. I've gotten questioned so hard. In yeah, but you live in Michigan, so you just like cross no, it. Got, you know, I know, you but like that's what makes it so crazy. Like, I've heard like, this before. They've almost denied me, and I'm just like, getting please. into Australia is hard. I've heard like people tell me it's difficult process to get into Australia. It is, uh, but it's same as like when I went to Canada. But like, yeah, I want to ask you this: Do you uh, do you 
often because you spend so much time overseas. Uh, do they think you're American? No. No? No, I feel like when, I, when I'm in Europe a lot and I'm practicing a lot, then I kind of take up some like European accent. Oh, yeah? So I don't think people know, really know where. Give me your Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Okay. Because like, uh, people think I'm British, like in Europe. Because like, they, they, they don't hear in Australia. No people think Anders like is British. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to this day, people still think Anders is British. I guess he's got a little twang to him, doesn't he? <laughs> a little, little bit of something. It's funny, uh, Vendetta, who you oh, know, he was used an observer to have a British accent. And yeah, but only when he's drunk. Because his mom is like a teacher, like an English teacher, and I think she has a British accent. So that's like how he was that taught, like, you know, that's what he heard, you know, when he was a kid. Yeah. But then he sort of toned it down a little bit, I guess, when he's just talking because he's aware of it. But when he's drunk, he gets out and he full just out. goes he just goes full british it's so it's so funny i got a, i got a question for you russ since you're on like the the ground level of this there's that whole conversation um around with the way counter-strike has kind of evolved we, there's so much of like the tier one versus tier two partner teams versus the non-partner teams but in, in, in your feeling the conversation of this being like a weak era of counter-strike does it feel like the next teams have caught up or does it feel like the top teams have dropped down combination of both I would say, I mean, okay. <clears throat> the officials that they play, like you see, Monte is playing like more 180. Uh, they, like on their worst right map, out. they play the worst map more than we play our best map. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> no. that's a that's good just, way to frame it. Yeah, and uh, but it's definitely a combination of both. I mean, we're traveling so much, like we cannot practice. Like they're using online officials as practice, and uh, I would say the mechanical floor for CS has leveled out. I guess where yeah. everyone is hitting heads. You know, like. You can't really say that a player is like individually bad because everyone is at some point shooting hard. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it's hard to debase it. I mean, I hate this like notion that you know tier one CS is like overrated or whatever because obviously we've earned our our place in Counter Strike for a while now mm-hmm. and you know we've delivered great CS over the past five years. And uh, I mean, it's definitely time for these like tier two players uh, to come up. I mean, they're just young and you know. It's just like eventually we need new good faces in Counter Strike, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. When yeah. like people like Dupree and Apex are no longer there, then you need to like you need you need people fill to fill the void, yeah. and that's just how esports goes. You can't expect like I mean, look at the NBA. NBA, you can't expect LeBron James to be like the goat forever. Yeah, like he can't be the goat at sixty years old, right? He yeah. can't just play, and uh, I think that's what people expect in CS. Like, why simple falling off? It's just like. Man, people like <laughs> we age. Like, yeah. We age like and, and motivations for others like go down, of course. And when these like young players play us, it's like everything on matters to them. Yeah. Everything's on the line. So you think that was on display at the major, right? With so many of these teams like Apex, Gamer League, and Monty, like them having good runs. Obviously, you speak about the practice, but in terms, is it the hunger from those guys as to what enabled them to be so competitive, or do you think that they had something that the top teams didn't? When you look at their, what was it, the runs that they had? Like, what, what do you think with those factors? Because a lot of people are trying to put their finger on that right now. I think there's a very unorthodox uh, meta of Counter Strike happening right now okay. that involves more around individual play. Okay. So and and that's how I making. feel. Yeah, exactly. That's why I feel like no matter how good your IGL could be calling or whatever, it, the strats don't work if the individuals do not make good individual decisions. Sure. Because at some point in the round, you're going to have to make a decision like, do I push a smoke? Do I, do I flash? Do I offer a flash for my teammates? It's just stuff like that. And, uh, and if you just follow a textbook Counter-Strike and someone puts a, a wrench in your plan, like you're just going to lose. And I feel like that's what happens a lot. I mean, even when we played uh, C9 yesterday, 
Like I just decided to double up the entire Mirashi yeah, team. Yeah, right. Because like that they, wasn't the game plan. It was not the game plan. I oh just, I just like, I just said, <laughs> it, I, I just said it five minutes before the game. <laughs> like I just like I'm just gonna double up the whole F. And, okay. And it's because like in my mind I was like, oh, they like to default. They like to play textbook Counter Strike, and yeah. there you go. Cannot move freely around two ops. Yeah, so. and I'm out there building a narrative. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, they might want to go over towards B in the mismatch of Axel versus Carrigan on the B side, or Twister bring the AWP over here, and it means that Axel can't get away with those type of fights. I'm building some story, and you're just like, yeah, was, I just decided. It was I'm also op. like that, right? <laughs> I mean, like, it's just like in my mind, I'm just like, oh, they actually like the default. So, like, if I just double up, like, maybe I'm just going to find a lot of people walking to my crosshair. Yeah. And uh, Twist fancies himself an opera. Yeah, I remember. That's where yeah. Sean Gez came up last night. Because I remember talking to Sean back when he played with you. And Sean told me that you said you wanted to AWP. And Sean was, had to, like, talk you off the ledge and be like, you're too good with the <laughs> rifle to have your talents wasted on the AWP. But then I'm watching a clip yesterday with you and Jason where you're going through your highlights. And one of them is that B round. And you're talking about the Olaf swing and Platt and the Molly and that, that whole situation. Yeah. Situation on, on Dust 2. Uh, and you watch you watch your opening on that Mirage game, and it's like, yeah, like it's easy for you. It's like, no <laughs> dramas, right? You just, you know, you, you don't want you have to do hitting all the nests. I think it was 23 or 24 AWP kills between you and Brokey in that first half combined on Mirage. Yeah. Like, that's how much the two of you were just like pantsing them. It looked funny. I rewatched it this morning in bed, <laughs> and I'm just like laughing because like they can't do anything. Like everywhere they walk, they just die to an off. And yeah. I'm just like, man, this like, is, is it really this easy? <laughs> it just looks so funny. But to I me, really I like know. what you said about the meta currently, and I feel the reason for that is like, obviously, I like it. A lot of people don't even know what the word meta means or what it stands for. Sure. It stands for most effective tactic available, right? So you go back. Why is the meta what it is? Well, because. Astralis changed the game when they became the best because their team play was insane. Like, and their utility usage, like, everything was <clears throat> uh, consequential, right? Everything happened for a reason. Then you're like, shit, like, these guys' team play is just better than ours, right? Like, if we try to play the game like they do, they're better at that. So, and they understand everything that happens, right? Like, you throw these smokes, they know what it means. Like, what are the most common things you will do, right? And they, the most common one, that's what they fight against, right? Like, they try to, to stop you doing the most easy thing from the utility you're using, right? So what's the solution to that? Well, it's doing shit that doesn't really make a lot of sense, right? Like, trying to surprise them somehow. So people started, you know, walking through their own smokes, sure. right? Or just throwing smokes outside to drive walking out yeah. of HUD because, you know, Magisk is going to go outside when he sees the smokes and spam and do something because that's the timing when people are going to try to cross. He can do something, throw an aid, whatever, throw a flash for someone. So that, and that was like phase in SK really, you know, who, who sort of tried to do it like that way against them. So now, so then the meta is like, okay, it's a little bit more individualistic, but not everyone has the players. So how do you find the mix? So then when, when you guys, I mean, the, the style is okay. We have good players, we're doing that, but we also have a couple of strats to fall back on and, and, and stuff. And it is true, like nowadays you look at it and it's like, Everyone needs to know, like, if, if you're playing default, like, everyone needs to be aware, like, to, in, in one round, your side of the map can be where the opening is, and, like, you need to recognize that and just yeah, make exactly. a move. It can't be, you know, it's not Kerrigan's going to tell you from me, hey, Russ, like, walk out B now, right? Like, you need to recognize that in another round, it's going to be the same thing that you guys are doing. They're doing something else, so it has to be Rops who's doing it, right? And you can play like that if you have good players. Exactly. And players who also have the balls... To, I think to I, just go for it that way. So I, I think actually something that we might be seeing soon is a little... Because right now, everyone knows everything as well. So let's say you do you start the round on Mirage and like you throw the 
the two smokes early on, like the, the standard smoke. smoke, cat smoke. No, but that or and then or just you go and you throw bench and stair smoke, sure. right? If you, if that or if you throw the rush smokes, like no one's gonna think you're actually gonna just start the round, do a smokes and execute yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like with after in the first thirty seconds of the round because. That's too easy. That's too simple, right? Everyone does something. But it works. But it, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I think you're actually going to see a little bit more maybe of just people going back to the, you know, let's just throw these fucking smokes, plant the bomb and... Fuck, I'm back. And, <laughs> that was that's 2015. That's, that's I'm your, back. That was your jam. <laughs> you know, because look at like Cloud9 is mine. You know, they're trying like so hard to do this Dude, thing where it's like, see them drive oh yeah, you. take, oh. take sp and then this and that. And it's like, guys, like, and you know, I'm happy because it's... What you you are hundred percent correct. What breaks down like a heavy default play with with not a lot of utility ops? Like yeah. you could even play triple op against yeah. these guys, <laughs> and it would make sense, right? So it's like if you're seeing a team that plays them and doesn't really utilize that, like you're making the game harder. easier for them, yeah. right? Like harder for yourself. What does the op hate? Fucking utility. You don't want to be mollied, flash smokes. What does he want? Yeah, people just peeking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're just holding an angle. So. It, yeah. I, it's weird though when you look at like uh, the certain teams like Apex for example I was watching a play and they have players who obviously understand deeply the principles that Cuban has been able to inst instill within that team and it got me thinking about that because that's the buy-in that we're talking about and that's essentially where the decision tree comes from because you can't all have your own decision tree you're all going to make your own decisions but under kind of the way that you as a group see Counter-Strike because otherwise, then you're going to have some problems. Like if you do something that outside of that philosophy, then you're going to cause issues because the reaction for your teammates isn't going to be cohesive. Yeah. But that right there is the hard part is instilling those principles in the beginning because you want those principles not to just come from the in-game leader and it to be like it's my way or the highway. You want to integrate your teammates into that and you kind of need them to help build that philosophy. But there's got to be some core principles that a lot of these teams share that maybe they frame differently. Because like... There was one that somebody spouted, and I won't put names because I don't want to like label any teams. And and but it, like it was, um, uh, what was the? I forget the exact adage, but it was basically like on the CT side, don't let the T's set up. Like make sure you're disrupting. Like if there's ever like a lull and you think they're setting up an execute, make sure you're just like Throw being disrupted. Yeah, yeah, like make yeah. sure you you you're keeping them on their toes. Don't let them have so much freedom all the yeah. time. That that is a philosophy, right? A lot of teams would share that, but they would just have it like spoken about differently or have a different way of, of getting there. Like, are there any principles that like did did you come in and you come into Carrigan's principle? I don't understand. Like, because your team is good players thrown together. How is mosquito? Yeah, some kind of an insect. Oh, nice. It's gone. It's on your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Real dead. Real dead. Anyway, uh, I was talking about principles, and now we get dead mosquitoes in the room. Uh, maybe that's good because I was getting quite serious there. Jason, save There's us. There's some hand sanitizer back there. All right, I'm going to go wash my hands. Yeah, yeah. Save me, Jason. Yeah. I, I, well, I guess the question is, I especially you should have been setting the principles, right? You're a coach. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the hard part too. And you, well, you, when you have five players and trying to get all five of them to buy into the same concept, and they all have their own kind of ideas of how they want to play, it's it's very difficult to get all people, all five people, to buy into an idea. I think when Finn first joined, uh, obviously when an IGL joins a new team, he needs to add structure so he can see what the, the player is like and what they don't like. And then He after, seems very much like a player's in-game leader. Yeah, he is a player's in-game leader. Yeah. And he wants us, I mean, when you look at a roster, like how would you not be able to give us the freedom, right? I think yeah. he, he realizes what he has in his arsenal and he wants us to play confident CS based off our own individual decisions. And that's why, you know, I can decide to jump in window smoke. I can decide to walk through like a top con smoke. I can say like, I'm going to rush here and peek this. I'm going to buy double up. And uh, 
that's the freedom I have, mm-hmm. right? And and that's really nice. And anyone on the team could do that. Is like, it a blanket freedom, or is it like, all right, Ross, you get like three rounds per half? <laughs> no, no. I mean, if I'm being honest, like the CT Mirage, like I just took every spawn I had. Oh, I'm jump short. I'm a I'm a peak upper B. I want to peak palace. Like I'm gonna jump on mid. It's just like it's just that. And then when that's happening, like everyone else can just play off of me. Yeah. Because that's like the great players we have. Like everyone can fill the gaps, and mm-hmm. that's what Counter Strike is supposed to be. And I think that's what tier two CS has done so well is like everyone is filling the gaps at all times and like from the repetitions of these online matches they're playing they're knowing the reactions for everything because like playing out so many scenarios yeah, exactly yeah. and that's why that's why Counter-Strike is so special because right now like people always think of like oh the player's making this mistake or like why did he die here but like I sort of view in Counter-Strike as when one player makes a mistake it's not a mistake it opens up another possibility for another player because there's a gap, there's always going to be a gap somewhere on the map. Because that player's attention when he died, like people are looking like, oh, who died? Like, is it the B player? Is it the mid player? You know, like we killed Exile many times, like not at his actual spots on <laughs> yeah. the map. And that's like a dead giveaway. Is like what's happening on 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 the server. That's such a good way to think about it too. Because I feel like we've we've known so many players over the years who just get stuck with being like, motherfucker made a mistake. Yeah, like right? I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like I don't like that philosophy of Counter Strike anymore. I'm just like I'm just thinking like when I do something or I miss an, an opening or like I die in banana and I get info. It's just like this is not really a mistake because like. If I get the actual info that there's 3B, then there's a huge gap at A somewhere. And it's just like on the other players to really find sure. it. That's the and, art school of thought. Well, <laughs> in a way that, you know... <laughs> I might have died, but I got information. Well, it's like, it's the basis of doing things at the right time. Because Counter-Strike sure. is now such a game of timing where it's like, you really have to pick and choose. I mean, it's just so special because there's so many scenarios on every map. And I guess Ancient is like the easiest one where it's like if you're trying to pull rotations or whatever. And like you're realizing... Yo, is this a time where like people are gonna rotate from red to B or things uncomfortable and you can catch like a gap where you know maybe the op is gonna rotate A and go donuts and take the line, but mm. like the mid player is leaving and there's like a three second gap where you know right. I can get on mid and I can cross the line before the op gets there. And then or it's like a 4v4 and you like will have to choose like what is the better duel, like going out mid or going out A, and you have to take like is it the fifty percent duel or am I gonna have like a twenty five percent duel? And that's what Counter Strike is at the moment. Sure. And it's just like these tier two teams like walking up like banana on ancient and finding a gap or finding a timing. It's just like there's a different individual level of understanding in the game at the moment where it's like it's not really the basis of around like strats. And that's why I think teams like Monte and Apex are doing really well because they trust the individuals to define the gaps really. And mm. they know how to react when something goes wrong, right? If he finds the gap but he he loses the duel. Then like it throws the defense into disarray because they're like, okay, this player is already here. Like, what else has been lost? Really, what sure. territory mm-hmm. do we not have anymore? Uh, have that, and then the uh, then the cool moves on top of it. Right? Yeah. They all had something like a little bit cheeky. Like I love the thing that Apex were doing where they'd go up like B ramp on uh, Ancient and they throw this molly that makes it look like they're just containing a CT push, but it leaves a gap for them to scale through into the site, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like just those little things. They only have to work once. That's the thing yeah. with this yeah. stuff. It only has to work once. Yeah. That's all. You just Critical need to round. Well, get the kill, get the round. Like That's all you need. And I, I love that. I think also what you said, I think a lot of people make the mistake of equalizing aggressive plays as risky plays. Yeah. Like there's a lot of risk in playing passive too. Yeah. You yeah, know, just, just sitting back and like you, you're giving a lot of space. You don't have information. That there's a risk in doing, like doing nothing is also a risk. Look at yeah. our Inferno CT side yesterday. Yeah, it's you, just like we're total open sites. There's risk, risk everywhere. I mean, <laughs> we don't have any territory anymore. I mean, the T's have all of the space that they want. And and that's what the, the mistakes are when people are not taking the risk, you know, playing aggressive in apartments or fighting for info. It's just like 
I mean, not doing anything is also a decision. Yeah. yeah. They were coming quad on you and guys that's, a that's lot. The, that's the game we play. Is sometimes you make that call and it's the perfect one. And sometimes you make that call and it's the worst one possible for what they're running. And sometimes you just don't. And run. that's the yeah. game though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like it's the, uh, that's the, the risk of all of it. This is why momentum-based calling, which is, was heavy back when I was playing, was you were conditioning decisions out of your opponents that you could continue if you got the response you wanted to find yeah. those weak points. They have to be strong here now. So I'm going to target here. I know we've, we've bullied this guy. They're going to have to help him out so that she'll create a gap here. And that was a lot more momentum calling. Now that doesn't sound like it's momentum calling anymore. It sounds like that's every single fucking round yeah, but, yeah. that that decision tree has to be made. That and, was a lot easier yes. five years ago yeah. you know, than it is now because now everyone knows that you know, you, you know that you're being conditioned. So you are sort of trying to play against that, but also the, the, the team that's winning, they know that you know, yes. right? So, yeah. so so that's why you sometimes <laughs> see like teams do the same thing two, three times in a row, yeah. right? Yeah. Because while you're thinking, oh, surely they'll change the rule this, they'll just, fuck it, like I'll just- Do it again. I'll just keep doing this. That's an Apex classic. I mean, yeah. <laughs> One of the easy ones is like, right? Uh, five years ago, CT side, you lose pistol, you lose the first gun round, you know what's coming at 5-0 double up every single time right that yeah. was the solution of not the solution but it's like fuck, i'll get up even get, though it doesn't make any sense nothing happened for you to pull out that second up right but that's just how it went so a lot of times we would just like okay if we're up five zero the the second gun round we just do a full execute right like a like the b on mirage with like four smokes yeah, four and, molly, and, and everything and it's like the opposite op can't do fucking anything sure. like the most he can do is like get one guy somehow and he'll be dead and it's like that's such an and that's why it's important to to play like that's the problem of cloud nine is something that teams like phase have or, or g2 as well that's why you can't play default every single round like in counter-strike there's nothing that's unbeatable right like and if your opponent gets a read on you and they and you're predictable like cloud nine is with their style that it's so you know default and so little utility usage usage in that sense well then you can easily counter and that's why when you play phase but you can't really say that because you know at some point they will do just a quick execute they will do something so you can't really count on them just constantly playing default even though that's predominantly like something that they they like to do and that's all you need to do all for me like when i'm when i was you know scouting opponents and i and i see a guy and uh you know or i see their default and i'm like you know, well, sometimes they flash, sometimes they don't flash, right? Like for, for mid, because if if I say, well, they flash every time, then my opera can just wait for the flash and then, then peak. peak. Yeah. And you don't want that. But then I tell them, hey, like, just why were you feeling the moment? Do it like they, you know, you can't count on something. Like you don't have those tendencies. That that's, you have to have the freedom to make those decisions. Yeah, right? that's really um, important. I, I want to I pivot here for a moment if we can, because uh, yeah. we can return to this for yeah. sure. Uh, Russell, uh, Yanko's favorite movie is Wolverine. Uh, okay. because he loves a good origin story. I don't know if you've even seen the movie Wolverine. Great, great yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, where, <laughs> how, how did you get into Counter-Strike? Where did it start? Well, it's not the traditional, my brother got me in the Counter-Strike. Yeah. Yeah. I nice. don't have any siblings. Um, I don't really know. I mean, it was just, I remember I was watching my dad play Source. Okay. Uh, but I never really thought of anything because uh, he also played like a lot of Quake, and I, I enjoyed Quake Man of uh, a lot more. <laughs> and I don't know, I bounced around games when I was playing with friends online, like League of Legends. I mean, I played through everything. I played Battlefield, Halo, COD. I played console as well. Fuck. And then uh, played League with friends, and then we decided we wanted to play a different game. And then that was Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I just got hooked. So and that bit you. Yeah. You get the bug. 
I insta. I felt like it was much more fun than any other game I played, and there it was like it. challenging. You know, I had to learn the spray control. Like things weren't as easy as like the other games. Like not even Quake has like spray control. It's just Quake is like a game about timings yeah. and, and movement and prediction. So, and uh, yeah, for Counter Strike, I mean, not all my friends kept playing, but I was like the only one. CS:GO, your first Counter Strike. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and uh, yeah, that's just how it, it happened. Didn't really play any other games after. How long did it take for you to start like actually getting into the competitive side? Like, were you just playing matchmaking with friends for, like, a year, and then you were like, oh, I'll join a team? I think in the first year, uh, my first team I played on was, like, a Sevo main team. Okay. okay. So, that was, like, I think, I don't, I don't remember the exact time frame, but it was definitely within my first year of playing uh, Counter-Strike, so. So, how old were you, like, then? 14, 15? 14, yeah. 14. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, 13, getting, 14. but that's it, I think that's. You got into competitive Counter-Strike at the same age I did, but you did it online, whereas back when I had to do it, it had to be yeah. on LAN. So, but I guess not only that, you were already like a quote unquote gamer, right? Like you, yeah. you just said you were already playing everything. So it wasn't like you just, that wasn't your first choice. You were kind of with a bit of everything and then you, you got bit by the competitive bug, which is the best, the fucking best bit is the it competition is. side <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah. Like getting, cause you're a, you're a guy who loves to get fired up. We see it, we see it yelling, we see it and you fucking love it. That's, and if you play in count, this is why when I watch Cloud9, it blows my mind. Like seeing <laughs> nobody like loving it. It's like, bro, like get out of here enjoy what you're doing like you're beating someone this is the best thing about cs you're fucking destroying winning a clutch against a guy out playing him not even just out aiming him out aiming him is okay great mechanically i put the cross in the right place i fucking clicked out playing the motherfucker and just making them look like a fool and reading them like a book is the best Feels feeling so in the world yeah it's the best feeling in the world I, I, ah the only better thing is when you call like a dry run strat and it works perfectly <laughs> and everyone knows everything yeah. spoken like and I, just, oh, I don't have someone going oh what do i have to do again everything just works perfectly and you're like and i didn't even have to get a kill didn't even have to do anything with the round we want but winning those clutches it's fucking sick Anyway, I pivoted and got all fired up. Um, you get the yeah. adrenaline during the clutch or after the clutch? After the clutch. I always have the adrenaline hit after the clutch. Yeah. I, like, I don't breathe in clutches. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually just don't breathe. Really? Yeah. Fuck. It's probably not good. You hold yeah, your breath. No. <laughs> you like, I don't have a tech pause because Twist <laughs> thing is, passed I don't, out. I don't, because he was playing against Cloud9. <laughs> 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 medic, medic. <laughs> you don't care. You don't breathe. Extrapolate. I Give us a bit I more. Don't, I don't like hearing myself like breathe. I feel like when I'm like breathing and like... Okay. I get like more, I don't know, in some situations, obviously on stage and stuff, it's like, you know, important round and like, you know, you can hear your heart beating or like the game's getting oh, intense. Shit. Okay. And uh, yeah, I just don't breathe because I don't want to hear my own breathing. I want to hear everything in the game. All so, right. Holy yeah. shit. But I'm also That's like, intense. I'm really emotionally invested in and Counter-Strike. I mean, when I'm watching like these, these other teams play matches or like elimination matches and it's like 14, 13, like... And I feel what they're like feeling. Like my heart nerves. is like racing yeah. for them, and mm. I have like no connection to the game. So it's like, ah. All right. okay, that's good. That 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 explains it. We were talking about this the other night. I think we were talking to you about this in Paris. Your first like rookie breakout game. I still remember the Krakow qualifier. This is you against Electronic on Mirage. You guys remember that one? Krakow. So 2017. <clears throat> yeah, it was like it was like Twist like first big like major qualification, and Electronic's first one. He was on Flipside. It's Flipside oh, Liquid. Shit. Okay. It was, it was fucking intense. I don't remember that. That was like triple either. overtime. That was like you and triple Electronic OG. going back and forth with clutches. Triple OT, third map mirage. 1v2s, oh, 1v3s shit, being like, won. We were in Bucharest for this. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a map worth going back and watching it for all you viewers at home. It's fucking sick. How many times have you changed the camera during this? Uh, at least six. Okay. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's not bad, actually. But yeah, I do I've been like, keeping up I with also, it. I, I said this like for Cloud9, it, it, it was a while back, which is like 
you see, you know, Nafani is the only one getting fired out. This was while Inter was still in the team. And I'm like, because their problem was sometimes closing out games or teams start coming back for, against them. And you can tell that they are, like, nervous, yeah. you know, and like they need someone to... So I was like, Inter's even, like, you know, just... I understand they're not those types of guys, like the other guys on the team, but someone needs to fucking become that guy. Or I said... Like OC is doing for Liquid. Because the problem is also, like, Groove as well is a serious, quiet guy. You're just, like, sitting... Behind. And I think that's also an issue, right? Like... As a coach, like you obviously are, your job is to help the team to win in whatever way that is, right? And sure, it's strategy, but you know, for example, for FaZe, it's the least about fucking tactics. It's it's most about get the players in the mid round. No, I mean for for yeah. Robin, it's like more, more, a lot of it is about like oh the coach handling Sorry. all the different personalities, yeah, 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 yeah. right? And getting everyone the same and getting everyone to, you know, like I I hate it that it's so underestimated, like. I mean, Russ talks about this a lot, like they, how FaZe is a team, everyone believes in each other, they're always in the game, they Especially always feel like they comebacks. can come back. Like, look at, <laughs> look at, look at their, some of the wins, like, in the tournaments that they won. Like, it's fucking tough games, it's like, coming back, it's like, or they're, they're there, but the team came back from 14-8, it's 14-14, and then they win 16-14. Like, how many times do we see other teams crumble or not make the comeback? How many games have we seen Phase, I think it was maybe even in in Antwerp, right? Like, oh, the the, the spirit game. Yeah, no, not not the spirit game. It was one of the games like in the it, either the RMR or like the first stage of the major. Where like you're not playing really good teams, like and and you win like 16-14 in the best of one, like 19-17 in the other best, and people are like, oh, Phase is looking shaky. I'm like, Phase is three zero. Oh, it was the RMR for uh, for Rio. For Rio, yeah. yeah. It's like, ah. dude, you know, like they're three zero. Other teams look shaky and then they lose the expectations are yeah. shaky it's like our, you know our first game was like gamer legion and we yeah. won like uh i think 32 to like 28 or whatever <laughs> and then our second That's game right. we played Fnatic. we won 1917 and then our our third game was against uh sprouts and they won three maps and two of the maps were ot exactly right so, how was that a uh, navi game at, at paris <laughs> that, that felt like a playoff game i felt like i could just hear the arena already you know and uh yeah that was super intense and but that was when uh Brokey went off on anubis right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he was destroying had that round on a and that kind of kept you guys in it and then everybody got into the game after that it was so weird because now he was playing really good on the map like they, they sort of had your number and like yeah you guys are coming back but it's like surely navi closes this out like surely. you know like it's, 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 it has to happen <laughs> but then uh, after you come back you know and you get to ot now they're like fucking oh did we did we really like? Did this really happen? Oh, like, they crumbled, we, and now the, the pressure is on them. And they but you know that that it. team is going to eat one another, right? Like yeah. you can well, see. Well, that's it. also like the, to bring the conversation full circle. Navi's a team that clearly, from interviews and from conversations, you can tell they don't trust each other. They don't have faith in each other. As well. <laughs> Maybe that's a couple understatement. of components. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, a, a couple, a couple of uh, cogs in that wheel don't don't, don't quite. No, line but yeah, up. we got, got a bit sidetracked. Like so, you know, for Cloud Nine, like it's it, you should do that like i feel you know if you're the coach you should like get the team fired up a little bit like, i don't think it's out, in like, grooves personality i know it's not no. but dude then change then I, I think he would be better off just being sort of the figure above the coach so like and, the like a like a football manager or like a i'll G also just throw this out there as someone who's had to coach a team that struggled to get fired up and hyped up when the players don't respond to it it actually feels worse twist any comment i <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it actually feels worse when you do that as a coach and there's no emotional response from the players and it stays silent I know, and but it the, stays but the problem is you, you don't just come up to the game well, and you all of a sudden leadership 
That is not on the coach. Then yeah. there's some uh, other... Which like he, all the leadership the hook. He just let you know. Well, respect. he knows. He knows, yeah. what, he knows what that was like. <laughs> the leadership needs to respect like the hierarchy, right? So like Finn and, and Robon have like a great synergy of knowing that they're play, their roles in the team, basically. And what Finn expects of Robert and, and vice versa. And when, and I mean, in your situation, when like yeah. the leader doesn't respect the coach really, then like, of course. Like, Jason got and if, the, and if the leader doesn't respect the coach, but also isn't leading the team in like an emotional way, yeah. Then what are you supposed to do? Mm. And you know, to, just to, it's like you don't show up to a game and do it. Like that starts with day one and practice. Oh, and you didn't want Groove to go in there yesterday and be harassed, divine. Fucking god! I agree that that would be fucking weird, right? But you just and that's a process of also learning some of the things, right? Like I thought coaching was going to be something completely different than what it was when I was getting into it, right? But you learn as you go, and it's like you understand. Okay, a lot of this, a lot of this is actually getting. You know, building the culture, which basically means getting the players to be in the right spot, like uh, right place mentally and like being able to play their best. Right. And, and peak at the correct moment. So it's like, yeah, you, it, it, a lot of it is practice, like in practice, you need to set up like it's fine. Not every practice is being played to win. You're testing things out, but a certain level of, you know, commitment and seriousness has to exist. Like, yeah, you can say, hey, today. Practice is a bit more light, you know, the, like in my head, like I, I don't say to the players, hey, you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? But in my head, I see that maybe the pressure is mounting, like it's been a long couple of weeks, you know, like they're getting burnt out. So you just kind of make it in a way where you're not focusing so much on these things. But basically that practice in my head, head is a mental practice, like forgetting the atmosphere of the team, like. Mm. better you know like because if you're only just focusing on working this fixing this we have these mistakes these problems change this add this you know it's like can get pretty grueling right like and on the and it's not Fact. fun right no, like no. it's it's not fun at all and you need to be able to you, practice and like team and whatever you you can't have a situation where player is dreading coming to practice it's you know and like oh this shit again it's, oh i have to deal with that you need to have again. some elements of fun when you're right like you need to it does it's not always going to be something that you love doing like you know but it has to be an experience that's enjoyable and that you want to be there and you want to try and do the correct things right you're not going to be a hundred percent every day but some the, the there's a floor that needs to be met when it comes to that otherwise the team is going to be dysfunctional it's going to crumble in key moments right it's it, and, and and that's just it yeah i'm with you i see it and while you're talking there i'm having flashbacks to when i was trying to in-game lead a team overseas and it being my first time having to experience all of these new things and then when you're talking about getting stuck like in this sex. thing well that i had <laughs> i had covered but uh <laughs> it was more about like being able to manage all these different personalities and everything right like yeah. i'd never had to do it on a full-time basis and i never had to do it while babysitting other personalities yeah like and while also trying to get better as a group in Counter-Strike. And you say all these things you're saying, and it's like, I know better now. And if I was there now, I would be able to conduct myself a whole lot better. And that's why, again, with Russell, as somebody who I look at and I have a shitload of respect for, because at a young age, you already have your shit together, not just like in life, but in Counter-Strike. And obviously those two for you go hand in hand. And like this is the same thing we heard in an interview from Frozen the other day. And he gave like a, a really good response regarding like the routine and everything to being a professional Counter-Strike player and just as a human. Like he's talking about like all the, the mental health side of things. And it's like 
the level of education on that these days is is huge and the level of understanding on that from the pros differentiates them from everyone else look at mouths as a whole like those kids like exertion jdc when you hear them talk they talk like proper adults yeah right they talk like they talk like people who understand they're not just they haven't just like they're not just being led around right they're, they aren't they they get it and you we lock that door. We, we lock, lock that, that door, door and we lock that, that fucking door. This yeah. is the only way That's in. why I tried two doors and <laughs> I got the third one. Sorry. So, well, yeah, but, we, we've had so many but guests. But that's really here. important because like, you know, the person like you spend the most time with in a year isn't your girlfriend. <laughs> it's no, like it's your, team. it's actually your teammates, right? <laughs> yeah. So like it's, it's incredibly important to have a good relationship with your teammates sure. and with the team. Because that's what I like about her. You spend way to be, you spend so much time together. Like you, if you don't enjoy being with each other like it's not gonna work As, do we ever for see Faze out there in the park with their shirts off playing football I don't know bro take it to uh, <laughs> and people I've seen like I've had I've heard people make fun of them for, for doing this but like I love it like I yeah. when I'm like I'm seeing them together I feel like man that is like that's a team yeah and I feel like that's what I love the most about Counter-Strike and like the sports aspect is like the team building process you know like five people together like doing working things working on goal. things working for the same goal mm. and like even like the days of practice that are rough or whatever or like seem like down it's just like the whole like strengthening and like building of the team i just love like the process like i feel like there's nothing i mean that's why we play i don't know i yeah. feel like there's that's just the super fun part is like everyone should enjoy like being in the practice room and like looking at your teammates monitor or like playing together i feel like Getting jacked up to show someone something, or like come exactly, up with an idea, or like, like coming hey, up with an idea, this or this like scrim, like when like Finn yeah. has like a strat or an idea and he wants to show me it. It's just like when I see how happy he is to show it, I'm just like, these are people that are are passionate about the game, and I feel mm. like players that don't do that, like there's, I feel like I there's don't want to say like lack of passion, but it's either lack of competitive aspect or or passion yeah yeah well what do you guys do anything obviously not in the park with your shirts off playing football but it, like because i remember obviously the focus on the shirts off chad because they're all out there let's these, talk, pa let's, these let's, pasty let's, white danes are all out there in a fucking park in the middle of a 30 degree day in dallas the bearing of the sun playing with the boys playing with the you know and it's uh, it's like it's like top gun yeah, yeah, we all, we all have scene? a bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing that Are they all in the jean day. shorts? Because that'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe we, <laughs> we can make that happen. Uh, but it, we, I imagine for you guys, because when you had Justin stand in, the whole thing was you guys playing retake servers until four o'clock in the morning. So is most of your team building just like Counter Strike focused? Because you have people of vastly different ages. Like Rain has a kid now, so his priorities are obviously, dude. When we were in fucking Paris, I went to that little convenience store, the supermarket down the road, and Rain's in there. Uh, with with the with wife the, with the baby, the baby and he's in the, and I'm in there getting makeup wipes and next to the makeup wipes is baby formula stuff and Rain's right next to me I'm like well we're in here for two different reasons aren't we mate you know? <laughs> <laughs> but the, my point is here that you know your team is not like heroic is much closer first of all all the same nationality and all probably closer in age whereas you guys have a a bit more of a hodgepodge thing put together so is it all just like team building from Counter Strike or do you guys do anything outside of the server? I think our personality just complement each other in okay. a unique way. And that's probably the one thing people wouldn't expect when they look at our team is five different national six different nationalities and we all come together and have the same sense of humor and, okay. and fun. So yeah, I mean our team building exercise just being in the practice room, just being together. I mean that's that's really all it takes for us. But that's the best part though, because I'm sure that we can all remember when we played yeah. Counter-Strike at one point in our lives with a team that we really enjoyed playing Counter-Strike with and everybody wanted to achieve it. Well, there was always some cunt that didn't want to achieve the same thing, but most people wanted to achieve the just same thing. Just spending like two hours just A-mapping with like four people. And you're just goofing off. Yeah, yeah. Just and you're having around. a great time, having the time of your life, you know, you're, and, and, and that right there is, 
well, that's that's Counter-Strike, right? Like that's that's what it's about at the end of the day. And if you're not enjoying you, what you're doing, then you should probably not change completely what you're doing, but maybe find a different avenue to enjoy it. And it's, it, yeah, go ahead. I didn't have oh, that. Was, that was me. <laughs> oh, okay. That was me. I was going to say thanks me. for getting me the water. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Uh, We're keeping hydrated it's, it's around also, here. It's also no how you, this time. It's how you raise your floor. You know, like of your game, basically. Usually, I'd get a carpenter or a concreter. <laughs> yeah, or, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's it's two things, right? Like, and you talk to Katie, and we asked him this yesterday. We had a great interview with him, extended after the game, and you know, it was sort of that was the question. And he said two things. It's like we treat every game the same. You know, like we prepare properly, and but that's like, why they're always getting fired he, up. He brings the intensity every time, and it's also like must be we exhausting. understand, like we have this. Like you know, everyone's here. Yeah. No one's like slacking off. Like we're all on the same page about it. Like so. So here's the thing: some of those games are like, yeah, this team we're probably gonna beat them. So people are like, you know, some guy maybe isn't putting in the same amount of work as he would for a different game. That's fine, and that's usually when you end up losing some yeah. of those games. You're not prepared enough, or mentally you're not expecting a tough game. So when the game does become tough, you're not ready to to step up to that. But with teams like Heroic and Phase, like you're not doing it. For I know what you're doing it for the guy next to you, right? Like you sure. don't want to. It's not for show. Yeah, you don't want to let your you don't want to let your friend down, your teammate down, right? You don't want. That's basically it. So you're like, even if you're not maybe feeling like it, you're like you know, you're putting in the the work, like you're doing the correct things, like you're feeding off of someone else's energy, right? Because not everyone's gonna feel great every day. Uh, you know, some guy maybe today is feeling like a little bit down. So like you help him up, like you pick him up, like you you give him a little bit of extra, hey, like yeah. come on, let's go, let's do this. Like oh, you Jesus. got this. Well, you're how great, does that go with Hooksy, Yanko? You seen the huddles lately, mate? Have you seen the huddles? Yeah, I had, yeah. man. And, Fuck. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, it's like, it's, it's like, but so here's the thing. It's like, I understand that and you're like, you're feeling down on yourself, but there's a level of which it's a responsibility there. Yeah, you have a responsibility to your team, right? And to yourself. It's like, yeah, man. And the problem is, like, with some players, they're way too quick to blame themselves, right? And to take blame. And, like, oh, it was my, everything was my fault. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this, I was like that, which, first of all, isn't even objectively true when it comes to, Camps, to G2, right? let's say, yeah. and, and, and all of that stuff. But also, it's like, uh, so what? Like you, you made a mistake somewhere. Like you fucked something up. You had a bad game yeah, when in terms of calling it. or whatever. So what are you gonna do now? Like you're going to let that affect the the last two tournaments or whatever? Just gonna be evil about it? Like what do you get from that? What what comes out of that? But do we think he's because do we think he's gone? Like like because I know this. No, I, no, no, no. I don't think so. And I think and I know I know that the team doesn't feel like like the players don't feel like. It was his fault that they lost or whatever. But it like, doesn't no one, look good, no Yanka. That's the thing. That's the problem I'm having here. Like, if 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 I was in that scenario and my in-game leader, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to even pretend to know what's going on in his head. But from the look and what you're talking about, the importance of what you're discussing here, it looks like it feels like Hooksy thinks he's done. Yes, but that's the problem. And, you know, um, another talking counter-exclusive, but they did have a talk. You know, with everyone, um, and it was sort of they hope you know hopefully like cards that, on the table. Hopefully that's thing. being resolved, right? Because like there's nothing like there was there's no hidden agendas there. There's nothing where like you know I don't know. Here's a funny story. I don't know maybe I told it in another podcast. So Berlin Major, right? In 2019, 2019. we're playing the elimination game against Renegades. Fucking Justin has Just a couple of fucking clutches like that won them the game. Like we lost two maps, 16, 14, 19, 17. We won our map pick 16-3. We had like a 12-3 T side on Nuke. But whatever, I'm just bitter. But <laughs> so what happens is Olaf is having an insane series. Like, you know, he was like plus 30 KD. He was our best player by far. Old like, school Olaf. 
and you know, and and we're down after the the game, like we're we're coming together and we're having a discussion about you know which players we're going to change, what are we going to do? You know, Neo wasn't working out. Uh, I also thought we needed someone for Guardian, right? And there were already some rumors circling, which like I was like, who cares about this, right? But one of the rumors was that like Olaf is the one who's going to be replaced. And he actually thought that was true. So he like went into the last game. He thought it was his last game. So he didn't give a fuck and he was like balling out. And he's coming down thinking we're going to tell him like he's being removed from the team. And I'm like, dude, I would never, as long as I'm coaching, like I'm never removing you out of the team because, you know, he brings so much to, to the yeah. team and he's a great player, a great guy, right? But, you know, th that made me realize, shit, just because I know this is ridiculous, Sure. I, he didn't know yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe it was like he saw that thing about Shui for Hooksy, right? And, you know, maybe no one told him, hey, bro, like, just so you know, this fucking bullshit. This no, conversation happened. Yeah, yeah, this never happened, you mm. know, like, you're, you're all good. Like, we're we're in this together, right? So maybe then you're getting into oh, your shit. head, you're overthinking. Faze have to play them. So maybe, you know, now now we know everything's good <laughs> in the camp. Maybe they were sandbagging Yanka. Maybe. <laughs> maybe I'm just maybe I'm just one step ahead. I mean, making all this up. No, but like, so so that's, and at that point, you know, you are the in-game leader. Like, yeah. you are the captain of the team and that comes with responsibilities. They're not just saying what you're going to do at the start of the round. And just like even any player on the team, you can't behave like that. You can't be dejected you know, while you're in the huddle or, or, or all of that and behave, that's just like really, you know, sort of, that's just unacceptable, you know? So you, as a team, you know, obviously if we're all seeing that, the team is seeing that too sure. and it's something that needs to be addressed. Unavoidable really, isn't it? Speaking of, speaking of some bullshit. Oh, here we go. Jason on that bullshit. Ross, how are you going to ninja defuse an Nitron as the last one? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> how are you going to do wasn't, that? How are you going to do dirty like that? It wasn't my idea. But, uh, <laughs> Someone just I, called I, it out. Regardless, well... How we just said, if you're not a pussy, you're going Ninja Diffuse. <laughs> and I was like, I pressed tab, I you're checked like, our money, and I was like, I'm yeah, not. I don't want to save this fucking Galil. <laughs> so I'm not a fucking I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm just going to go try it. And the worst case scenario, oh, like, God. I don't get a kill, but I kill one with me, basically. So I, I love this when it's like, you know, and then we're on the desk or, or Chad is casting and he's like, oh, they actually tried to do, you know, the rare Adam thing. Like, they have this, like, reading. And it's oh, my God, the Molly in the vent? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just, like... I just thought it was, we had three in lower already, but I, we had like two at MP9s, so I just gambled that, you know, maybe they walked secret outside, because I just was aggressive outside, and I, I spotted one throwing nades from T-Roof, so I went back, and uh, Rain was in A, so I was hoping if he got a kill, then they would like try to go down a vent, so I was in the vent, and then, I don't know, they were coming out A, and I just decided to throw a fucking molly off the top of the vent, and try to <laughs> try to save Howie, because there's like four people sandwiching the side, so. But yeah, it's like we were like, trying to like, you know, this, and it's like, if you're a, if you're not a fucking pussy, you'll go for it. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's like yeah. why this we always thing. try and paint such complex pictures of decisions when we're casting games, and then it's just the best like, one don't was be best one was fucking Furia. Like when they would one in a fifteen rounds throw smokes outside on nuke, and there was a gap, and it's like, <laughs> oh, they're actually like trying Mind to you know let them know they're mining game, and then drop comes uh, on. So it's like, no, we just fucking don't even we can't just even hit the smokes. Yeah. Like we never go outside. Oh dear, 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 dear. What do you think about Nitro being done, mate? It's sad. I mean, obviously, I've talked to him a lot. I even talked to him before he he fully made the decision. So okay, I, you try and talk him out of it. No, because if he wants to do something else and be happy, then he should go do that. Have twenty kids. Create a couple, <laughs> couple of. Well, I mean, first of all, if you're not happy playing Counter Strike or not happy with your teammates, then then the, it's not for you. Either sure. you have to find a new team and, and learn how to be happy, or 
or you're out basically because it's there's no point of just taking a salary but you spend one year being depressed yeah it's just yeah money's not worth it in that case yeah for sure yeah it it was weird i I wasn't like i was a bit afk (laughs) when when those news came out and everything but i saw some moronic takes about that like about my prof had an idiotic take where like Uh. i don't really (laughs) get why he's like ever came back if he was like going to quit after two years or whatever like something it's like are you actually like I don't think Did, he were you dropped, were the you, retire. Were you dropped on your head? It's like, yeah, the guy, well, like, he came back. Things were going in a certain way. He had another kid. It's like, maybe this is really like, is this worth it anymore? Sure, right? Yeah, At this yeah. level, is this, uh, do I enjoy this? No. Okay, is it worth doing it if I'm not enjoying it for other reasons for a little while? Not No is also the answer to that. So I think it's been enough. You know, I have other things that I can do. And well, that's been like almost 10 years. And that's right? just it. It wasn't fucking premeditated, you Muppet. Like he obviously came back because he wanted to compete and try to be the best again. And, you know, and things didn't really work out that way. But it's not like, oh, yeah, I just came back. You know, he had in his game, I'm going to come back and steal paychecks for two years. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to retire, you know, and, I, and I'll do... I have another kid to mask it all up. You know, it's like... They made it to the playoffs of the major. Also, like, having kids is a know? mindfuck. Here we I go. Feel, uh, <laughs> I, I, it's a mindfuck. <laughs> I feel like for him though, like one, he definitely still loves the game. Mm. He's always loved Counter Strike. That's not going to change. Uh, second of all, I feel like he was never given the great team atmosphere that he deserves. Mm. And as a leader, it, it sucks to, to know that because I've played with the personalities on the team, mm. and I feel like Keith has improved a lot as a person and and a player. But there's still some personalities on the team that just make a that cause issues basically and makes it i feel like everything he was, difficult yeah exactly and i feel like he was never given the proper players either to to really you know have leadership in a team like sure like having shocks was like i bet they could have found like another player like some na mm. player like just like take a gamble on someone but you take a gamble on someone who's in their last years and yes. uh, that was so weird yeah mm. and then you pick up yekinder who wants to come into the team and he just wants to do it deploy his, his own philosophy on everything yeah. and you can already see the the differences in, in leadership when he first joins the team and he's like basically helping nitro make a playbook and it's not his you know, playbook exactly yeah. it's not his playbook and i think that's what sucks the most is he came back to the be the captain and you know quote unquote like save north america and i feel like he definitely had the power to, to do that because when i played with him he was a great leader and that writing was on the wall early too but when you came to join. Yeah. Yeah, well, especially first in the Cologne, interviews when he was doing every interview and every media and everyone was praising it. Yeah, I think the thing is, though, like, it, it didn't seem like he was being usurped, right? Like, it just felt that it was catching them up to speed with the meta and everything, but... It, it starts you so, on that path. Exactly, to, to Russell's point, it's not happen. his strapbook. Like, there's one thing of helping somebody understand, like, and the team understand, like, what kind of decisions we need to make in the meta, but there's another to just go, this is how we're playing Counter-Strike. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and and... I guess that that's probably where the disconnect is. I think the problem is Nick to us is not the most like outspoken guy, right? He keeps to himself. I've done interviews mm. with him over the years and stuff. And, you know, he's, he's like you, right? You can tell he loves what he's doing and you can tell he's very passionate about it. But, you know, he's, he's not a Yakinda type personality. He's not no. going to announce it all the time, no. you know, yeah. to the but world. But Yakinda's been beaten down now. You watch Yakinda in an but interview. He, he's, he's, he's flat. Nitro is like a silent leader, though. Okay. Like, you, you just kind of follow what he does because what he's doing is the right thing. And... I mean, you lead him by example. Exactly, he just leads by example, and you know he'll do, he'll do his anti. He spends time working on his spots or whatever, and even when he wasn't the IGL, you know he's still doing anti for his own his own opponents. So, I mean, when I played with him, it's just like 
you just follow what what he does. I mean, when I played with him, he was also, also op IGL, and I feel like uh, I feel like that was still probably a better role for him. But uh, I'm happy that he got the chance to play with a normal opper because mm. yeah, that he, did not happen yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and you uh, guys were playing out of the meta then. Like we always talk about liquid in that time when it's like, yeah, they're basically playing without an orb. Uh, he was yeah. a good opera though. Well, he got the job. He done, was a good opera sure. actually. The role changes he's had to go through his career. So he's impressive. been entry frag. I remember him on entry on, frag on cash, the day. just yep. like running out mid, just bodying he's everybody. Destroyed like old school like 2015 fanatic. He just wow. melted him. Yeah. And then and then he became an opera and then well then he became an in game leader. I think was next after and, that. And yeah. Then and then he took up the offing and it's just like holy shit, man. I mean, I feel like he doesn't get the same level of respect as like a player like Apex does. Like, you know, he went through all these changes and everything and he still, you know, he led a team to to a dominant era, I would say. Like, those, like, three, four months, like, we were, like, unstoppable. Sure. So, and we won a Grand Slam on top of it. Yeah. I, it's just, like... I think it's just, I think it's too, I think it's the longevity of that. I don't think it was enough to give him that credit. I mean, I give him that credit, but I understand, like, I don't think... From the North American standpoint, yeah, but the problem is when you stack it up, like, this is why you're the, the greatest North American player of all time. Like, there's not even a conversation, right? you got two yeah. Grand Slams, you have a major. He's lacking the major. I think he's 23. Yeah, of <laughs> I mean, we definitely... <laughs> 10 more years yeah. in there to do shit. Yeah. I think, like, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, I don't think people... Well, maybe modern day Major's people would one. discredit Nitro, like but like people new CS people, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they didn't probably. see they didn't see the pre pandy stuff. They didn't see like because you're right, like you think about like Nitro overpass long, like some of those stupid like flick shots. <laughs> he you know, is like stuff, I don't right? know, he's like forty highlights yeah. on A side <laughs> overpass, <laughs> which insane. is which is shots that traditional opers never hit, yeah. right? Like which is, like they're, they're they're bangers of shots right there. So yeah, I, I think you know we we made that little funny skit with the Dead Pilot Society thing. Yeah. Uh, what was the Dinko line? Oh, Captain, oh, Captain. Oh, Captain. <laughs> He has he four fucked up word. a four-word line. <laughs> Dinko, man. Well, you let him off the hook. He's, uh, he's young. He's not into acting. He'd well, never seen the movie either. No. <laughs> that movie came out before he was born. Have you seen Dead Pilot Society? No. no, no. See, it's pretty cool. It's probably uh, it a is a bit of a... But I know the scene. I know the movie scene. Yeah. But uh, Robin just, Williams. you know, for Liquid, Classic. I feel like Yekinder is in that phase that some other players were... Where, you know, it's a thin line between confidence and arrogance. Okay. And I think he's crossed a little bit into the arrogance part you know recently and he's coming back or do you think i think just he's just been like that pretty much i mean okay i, I don't know if it's forever but you know to, towards the end of the vp lineup and ever since he joined liquid i think you know you see it from from a lot of different things and i think once he sort of tones that down a little bit and maybe humbles himself a, a little bit and realizes that like also he's a young guy so it's not like hugely surprising that this is the case right once sure. he matures a little bit more i think it's going to be a lot better because now it feels like you know like you you have a lot of say and responsibility on the server just because of you know the type of player you are like you're going for these you know openings a lot like you're taking these fights and you know, obviously when it doesn't really work out if you're overdoing it and, and whatever like your team it becomes a bit of a liability now you're like taking more of a leadership role in the game as well so you're adding that outside of the game also you're very outspoken like you know uh, in terms of that too so I, I think it's a little bit too much that he's trying to do at the same time so yeah I feel like if that calms down well, they a need little a bit. they're gonna need to get an in-game leader right Liquid? Mm. No? I just wanted to say that you can always tell that the face cams show the full story of the team atmosphere. And wait, wait, wait. wait. Every say team. that again for yeah. everybody at home. Say that yeah. for the people in the back, would you, Russ? Don't, don't say that. 
<laughs> say it for the people don't in the say back. That. You're going you're to start an entire Reddit thread of detectives <laughs> based off body language who know nothing about I body language. I mean, I'm language. also a culprit of it sometimes. Like, when games are stressful, like, I don't show, like, the, mo the best emotions, but I know afterwards, like, it's shit. That's, like, being a shit teammate, and I shouldn't do that because it affects the people around me. But you can clearly see, like... Frustration. I mean, I'll just say uh, uh, yesterday in our game, like Finn like one day uh, Yekinder at the entrance of like B on Anubis, yeah, and then the bang, first bang. gun round contacted mid alone, and and also killed Yekinder again. And when he's holding the angle, and you can just say like, from my perspective, rewatching the vault and looking at the face cam, like he he looked like done, <laughs> mentally done. So four Finn, rounds. Bro, Kerrigan Kerrigan did like a ninety degree one tap on Yekinder on Nuke outside. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that was that two one taps. That was the silkiest shot I've seen Kerrigan make in like eight years. The columns are just so funny. Cause I'm just sitting in lower, like trying to defend, like stay alive with the bomb and hold the sight. And then there's like silence. And then Finn's like walking, kills like Nitro and main, like also one tap. <laughs> and he walks in warehouse and hits a one tap. And I just hear everyone like go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's think, when you know it's a big shot, yeah, right? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> but I think it's true because that, that shit's like a virus. You know, it, it spreads. If you were like the passive aggression and all of that stuff. like That's why Justin sits on the end. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a good example for what you're talking in the body language is like Nico. You know, like he had a problem with that for, yeah. the, for a lot of his career. You know, the whole like the thing, the, the like, you yeah. know, reactions, which he does for himself. But still, like, you know, people either see it like who's next to you or you rewatch the VOD and you see that like you notice it and it's like why is it like, so why I think so upset? yeah so I mm. think he's really done a great job of improving that like in the last let's say year six months or whatever I was really I even messaged him about doing the major it's like he's having a stinker like you know that game against the Inferno game in the was best the opening against yeah. uh, the Mongols. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was that. And he's getting, he's like jump spotting. Oh, you know, and annihilation. Fucking fucking yeah, There's some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some things you can just not prevent. Yeah, exactly. You have, right? you just so, have to laugh it off. And right? I see him like after that on the camera, he's like nothing, like no reaction. It's not even like, you know, like whatever. It's just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's just keep rolling, keep moving. And you know, those are some of the games that they win, like 16, 13, those Inferno games where they come back on, the, this is like the, the grind, CT yeah. side. So they come back on the T side and he's having impact. But the CT side is like, they get four or five rounds because they can't hold B, right? And he's like 5'11 for the half doing different things, playing aggressive, playing passive, just getting wrecked. Like it's one of those games. And I think a, a year ago, he goes onto the T side and doesn't have the same output. Maybe it's even like, you know, three kills less in like key moments that he gets now that he wouldn't have gotten. And that's like the difference between 13-16 and 16-13, mm. you know, in a game. And it's it's really important to have short-term memory <laughs> if, sure, if you're yeah, a player yeah, yeah. Uh, nowadays. No, I can see that. Yeah, that, the body language, like we, especially yesterday in your game uh, with, with Shiro, like oh, on, yeah. on Ancient, I've, like I've, I've seen Shiro do this before. But I've never seen it as consistently, or because that on ancient. And we've seen him cry during games. He had it. He had. He had down. the <laughs> biggest meltdown I've ever seen Shiro have. He had like two kills. You got he. He only got like he got four kills by the end of the half. In the last round, he got two kills on you guys. I think from like donut or some shit on A. But otherwise, like, he was just having a rough go. He was getting frustrated at everything. That's just frustration built up from not being able to fix anything or improve anything. Like, you just feel useless. Yeah, and for a player of his caliber, right? It, that's the hardest thing to watch with somebody as good as him in this team that is just, like, not even treading water. It's so strange to see. But it must feel good for you guys to now have beaten them three times in, on the trot in, like, important <laughs> games. It's like Pro League Final for Inter Grand Slam. Uh, last chance qualifier to get to the major and now to get the qual obviously this is the the lowest of those but to get into the playoffs here like they used to be such a problem for you guys 
Yeah, I mean, Axel, back then, like last year, they had next level confidence mm -hmm. against us. But uh, I think part of the reason was that they were kind of our like practice buddies. Ah. I feel like maybe we played them a bit too much, bit too much, and they were kind of our. You know, the tradition was we go back from an event and we're playing, you know, ah. Cloud9 on Mirage or something or yeah. C9 on over Inferno. So I think when we stopped uh, practicing them is when things improved for us. Okay, fair enough. I, yeah, no, but that had to, like, it's a really low-scale version. It's definitely not the same thing. But in Oz, I couldn't go and play the second-best team when I got home. Why would I help them get better? I need to retain my spot. And then, like, they would know all our shit. They would, like practice against us take everything and then try and beat us all their goal was to beat us when our goal yeah. was to beat everybody else and like that's like cloud nine if they can just beat phase and they know phase are going to be in playoffs and shit like that that really enabled a lot for them i suppose but is there any teams that you hate practicing against because they just fuck around or they're playing like shit cs like is there any team mm. that just is like that i'm it sure there to, is it used to be furia yeah, oh yeah. Like, I feel like playing Fear just and running at you. was just like fucking useless. Mm. But joke is that that's just how they actually play. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> just the place. So you can't really be mad at it. But I'm just like, man. But it's not really like that anymore. I mean, we just make jokes. Like when we like scrim outsiders, like, oh, this is gonna be a long scrim. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's not, not just no us. break. No, yeah. it's just like, it's just like for the fun. Yeah. Like when we play heroic, we kind of make it a bit more competitive. It's like you know, official. People are saying like, have fun and stuff. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's some teams that I'm, pro I'm sure are probably more fun because it's just like it enables more. Well, the, everybody loves a highlight moment, right? Like a multi-kill. Like for me, like that's the, you get an opportunity to do that against a good team. That's, that's fucking sick. Like, yeah, but I, I was going to ask you because when we talked, we mentioned Monty and how many games they play in these online games. I remember, you know, you guys last year, you played this Rubet thing before Cologne, you know, and that was after Dallas. And, you know, obviously you had the major before that as well. And, you know, I, I, I imagine you treated it more. To, I remember, actually, you guys were picking in a lot of overpass. Yeah. So you get, like, some we're more picking reps. picking our worst maps. Yeah, so is it, like, do you think that's also... How, how did you like that experience, you know, for you guys? It's something that you think it's good uh, to do in sort of just using it as... Like, using that instead of practice? I think for us, it made sense at the time because uh, we didn't really know our, our map pool yet and how shaky we were after the major, if it was, like, from exhaustion or if something's actually wrong. And then, yeah, I think for doing that before Cologne was a good warm-up. And uh, if it made sense to do it again, then I'm pretty sure it would. But our schedule is just like, I think everyone, I, it's just the player breaks this year, just like messed everything up really. And there's no room for us to play an online event. And uh, and yeah. Cloud9 uh, did. They won $300,000 in online events. It's still sad. Or, or maybe even a little bit more. Total. It was like 330 or something like that, 340. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's it's interesting, you know, obviously for you guys, it's not really necessary or that much. But I felt like, you know, I was watching, it was like, Maus played Monty, I think, at some point. You know, Maus had 40 maps played this year, and Monty had already 100 and something. It's like, especially for a team like Maus that has a couple of, you know, rookies on their young players, yeah. it feels like you, you, want, to, you want to give them more reps. You know, and also when you're, you know, a young player, you're fired up. You want to play 100 hours of CS yeah. every day if possible, right? So if you deny that to these guys and you're constantly practicing and then you get into the game, it's going to feel weird. Like you're going to feel that added pressure because, oh, this is when I actually get to play, you know, a competitive game, right? But if you do that more often, then it becomes a little bit more it's normal. It's routine. Like normal routine. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's routine. So I think... I like the fact I saw NIP was playing some online stuff. You know, obviously some teams, you know, they don't make some tournaments, so they do that to, to, to swap it to swap it in. But I think it's good for these teams. Like, you know, for example, a team like NIP or OG, right? Like, they play these sort of tournaments where they are 
an underdog in a lot of the matchups. Like, you know, but they have really good players. You know, like let's say they're top 15 team, 10 team, whatever. But you're losing most of the time, right? So it doesn't really, you don't really feel that you're that good when you're not winning a mm. lot of games. But that's because your competition is teams that are at the top of the world. Sure, yeah. So I think for these teams, they should be playing either a smaller land, like a DreamHack Challenger and accept that sort of stuff, which is something that the Ants does. Or just play some of these online cows because then you meet a team that's, you know, 28th and you own them, right? And you're like, you, you remember that feeling like, oh, we are actually like and our practice pretty is good. valuable. It's working. Yeah, you, we are yeah. like pretty good. We are, there's a lot of teams that we are better than, you know, sure. and and also maybe it gives you some extra confidence that you go do go up and go against phase. Okay, they're a tough opponent, but, you know, you have the combo. Okay, we, we're good. We can do this. Like, we, can, we can do this. Like, there's a way that we can do this. So... I hope to see, I think it's happening a little bit, but probably even more for some of those teams. Mm. What do you think about the the phase project at the moment? Because uh, from the outside, right, I think the sentiment is starting to be that the there's a clear decline, right? Like you guys obviously won the Intel Grand Slam this year, but in terms of you guys being an elite level team, some some uh, some of the conversation is starting to shift, right? People are like, oh, our phase still an elite level team? Like where do you feel it's at? Do you... Do you feel that sentiment or you think it's just tough opponents that you guys have been going up against? I feel like we're always title contenders. That's no what, what I say. I, I mm. can, and same as G2 with, with like the, like their ceiling, right? Same with you guys. I, I put uh, Vitality, I put Heroic and then who was my, I'm missing one team here. Navi. Navi, Navi right? Like I think those teams, maybe Navi is a little bit shakier because of yeah. the whole MPL situation. Yeah. But like the rest of it, it feels like if you guys are all playing your best Counter-Strike, any of those names could win a tournament. Yeah. But is it because CS is so competitive at the moment that it's difficult for us to have like the times of old where we had just like a dominant Astralis? Do you think we will have that again anytime soon? No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think ours was like the last like... Little stint. Like our little stint is yeah. probably the last time that's yeah, that's going to happen. Like especially, I mean, the Navi dominance in 2021. Yeah. Like I just don't think it's... Uh, it, it can happen again. You cannot replicate it. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's probably one because everything is just so competitive now and, mm. and things are changing all the time and when the the meta is based around more individuals and the, the individuals don't have a good day then that creates inconsistency and you know everyone every team has like a bit of inconsistency no matter what and i guess the only team you could say or not say that about is heroic i feel like heroic has mastered some type of uh, consistency but we are also three rounds away from from beating them sure. at, at the playoffs you know so like it could have also been our major because I feel yeah. like we match well against Vitality and if we made it there, then I feel like we could have happened. So. I think when you guys beat Navi, everyone was like, "Oh shit, this phase could actually do it. They yeah. could actually like as shaky as it looks." I don't know. Everyone always likes to write it off, write us off, but we also the beat to like Be Cloud Nine in the last chance qualifier. We have the beat to like. People just don't know. But yeah. no, so but people, people are looking to so be a people, hater, bro. No, That's so, half of the so, shit. So many people have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea what it takes to win. A tournament and they think it's only counter-strike that decides it and they think there was people who actually believed that vitality would have had an easier time against like g2 or phase or navi than apex and into the breach because oh these teams are in the playoffs and these teams aren't so they played better in this tournament so they're the better teams this tournament it's like those are the that's that's the shit that people actually believe in you put phase on a stage that's everything changes. No matter how everything they changes. played in that yeah. tournament, they're gonna be thirty percent better, you know, or, or whatever. Like they and, and no one wants to play them on the stage. You could I don't care how good like 
a team is playing that's like but they're a little bit more experienced they have younger guys like they're playing insane cs give me them don't give me fucking twists right like <laughs> sure. and, and and rops and rain right like keep those guys away from i'll me. take cypher and thomas don't, <laughs> don't put simple uh, ahead of me on in, in front of me on stage right that guy can just like fucking feed off no matter what he's going through what the team is going through you're on that stage it's like um you know that's what you sort of play it for 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 those moments right it's, exactly well that's what that's big boy I, it's like I, mean, I remember I, this thing it's like uh, i think it was junior sale and the guy was talking about like an nfl but talking about practice guy's going insanely hard in practice right he's going crazy it's like crazier than the game and the teammate comes up to me he's like man why are you working out so hard like you know it's it's practice he's like like i get this is what I get paid for. Like I would play the games for free. Yeah. You know, it's like to, to play in front of 10,000 people, right? And play CS and be on a stage. Yeah, man, I don't need, you know, you don't need to get paid for that, but it's like, you know, to get to that That's point, the crack. to yeah. get to yeah. that point, like it, it takes a lot. Do you still get the nerves? No. Yeah. I think the adrenaline is there, but like yeah. nerves and adrenaline are just a kind of different things. Nerves is like, I feel like nerves is what impacts performance. Adrenaline is what increases performance. So okay. I feel like- When's the last time you felt nervous? Probably Antwerp final. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the yeah. last time I felt like real nerves. Yeah. I mean, what was I going to say? You guys. Adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I was going to bring up something about like. Uh, Adrenaline improves performance. About nerves. like how we play like on stage and stuff and how like teams like write us off. But uh, yeah, I feel like they just don't understand like. Do you think teams I, I feel off? like it's so funny. I mean, yeah, I probably, I would hope that. When we're struggling in the RMR or like in the last chance, like I can already tell, like other teams are praying we get knocked out. Yeah. Because when <laughs> oh, we make it there, then they're like scared that we like made it through. Yeah. And that's like the feeling that I get for like any event. When we're in a lower bracket, we make it through. Like the second we're in playoffs, I feel like that's the general notion that people mm -hmm. are are hoping that we didn't make it. Because it takes a lot. Like you need to. That's why I always go. You know, I say. You know, you, you like you said. Even you were nervous a little bit before the Antwerp final. It's like, imagine a team that's never, never won a tournament. Before, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you know, like people are talking about, you know, for example, Fury. I'm like, even if Fury makes it to a grand final, they will lose because they've never been to a grand final. Like, they don't know how to, you know, you need to know how to handle that day, how to approach it, how to talk to the players, how to deal with that extra pressure because it exists, right? How to not let it impact your performance, you know, how to harness it, turning it into something good. You know, the games on stage, it's not just about, you know, people think that, you know, this team is inexperienced and that the player won't know how to use the crowd or he'll get affected by this, he'll get affected by that. It's just like the whole process is different, yeah. right? Like you, you need to... There's something, you know, there's cha championship winning Counter-Strike and it's different on the stage when you get to that point than the stuff that you play in the groups. Right. Like there, there's things that you need to do in terms of calling, in, in terms of individual moves, right, that, that won't work in, you know, group stage play, but they will work on, on the stage because, you know, the stakes are higher and people like do play a little yeah. bit More differently. Timid. You know, that's why you see it. That's why teams like FaZe will will fucking limp into the playoffs but then we'll win the tournament right and other teams will uh, coast through the playoffs but won't win the tournament right like it's something obviously you know heroic is a little bit like that's the obvious example but with them it's not but they got so many not, reps it's in not, grand finals it's not, now. yeah it's not yeah. A, it's not that much about like they don't know how to play that way it's more about the players are it's whatever choking. that last five percent is to get them across the players that line, are choking right? yeah. a little bit and they're underperforming in some of those big games right and 
you would you would hope that they would have figured it out by now because it did have a lot of reps. But they're on their Australia. You know, once right they now. once they fucking figure it out, then that's going to be a problem for everyone else. Yeah. Since we're on the subject of like playing on stages in front of crowds and crowd influence, where do you fall on like the whole um, soundproof booth conversation? Like, do you like being exposed to the crowd? I don't think it has a place in CS. Okay. Even even with the other side of it where we see crowds can sometimes influence a situation? I think that's just the game, though. Okay. I don't think you can change that. I mean, that's nature, my point. Na- if nature, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy right Honestly, now. Honestly, I'm, I'm the one that's like, why remove BO5s? Why, rem- hey, why make the game? Now why, he, now why okay. make the game? I already liked yeah. you. I like no, you a no, lot no, more no, no, now. No. Here we go. No, no, I'm, no. I'm that guy because... <laughs> <laughs> why make the game? Why make the game shorter? Why make things less challenging? Oh fuck like, yes! This is like this Come is like, this is the fucking competitive aspect oh, of our no. game. It's ah. just like Bo5, like a clone. Like I don't care if like a team wins like three zero. Like you want yeah. to see more maps. Everyone will always see. Imagine like, when, if that wasn't the best of five last year. Like how, that was one of the most amazing finals we've had. Yeah, like, but I, my my argument against Bo5 is always I like it for Cologne and Katowice. Dallas doesn't need a best of five. And it doesn't have one. And it's no, it doesn't, doesn't have one anymore. It's yeah, like, it like should let's be a keep it for those big Would you like best events? of fives at majors? Yes. 100%. <laughs> BO5 Fuck major yes. final is like, why not? Like, yeah. Cologne has it. Yeah, why not? So you can throw BO5s exactly. in there. Yeah. Valve, are you listening? Are you listening, yeah. Valve? I'm just we'll like, send him a link to this. I just cut it. Make sure they have Spotify because I'll We might have to. We might have to give them a free subscription or something. Uh, see, but I, I'm with you. The reason that I like best of fives is because I look at that change, and it's the same kind of change Yanko's talking about here with the stage match. Is it's that next level of discipline to prove that you are unequivocally better than your opponent here. And over a best of five, you have a bigger sample size. The map pool is tested, and we know in Counter Strike, this is why we all hate best of ones, is because in the best to three we know that like if it's not middle ground map pool teams can flex like what they're really strong on yeah and but then the best of five is like a title fight and i always reference this i reference it a lot it's like ufc they're fine like they're for the belt if you want to lift the fucking belt you got to go five rounds you have to earn it you have to have more endurance you know you have stamina yeah look, look at the nba they play seven games, and yeah, it's like the gaps in between, like days in between, like one it's day in crazy. between. Yeah. They're just playing. Yeah. It's just like, and we want to make like a like BO3 instead. Yeah. Well, uh, well, like, actually, bro. if we could have it, uh, we could have it my way. We'd have only best of ones, uh, <laughs> and we'd do short matches, so you know, yeah. we could fit more in. Who you got, uh, Nuggets or the Heat? I would like to see a Heat upset, <laughs> to be honest. I know, I know, Joker is the best player right now, but I don't know. Yanko wants uh, to watch just, the game. Heat right? just has that swag, so. I, like keep, I mean, I is love this the game you're watching but... tonight. Yeah. Okay. Game I know one. nothing about the round ball. Game one. Game one. Yep. Oh, is it? What, where it's are we? At? Is it conference? It's, 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 it's a final. final. It's the oh, the final. final. Game oh, one of the finals. Okay. No wonder you wanted to watch. Well, it's all right. It's going to work out. You have the time. <laughs> no, Go to that fucking good. sports bar for the hundredth time. <laughs> I probably we probably need to book a table, but um, yeah. Just I tell Trace not to buy any more buckets of beer. How many buckets of fucking beer? We're never going to get him to stop that. I know, crazy. but it's like Dallas has always been. You were there. I think you were. Yeah, you were there with Liquid. You know when was we it were 2018? here. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Like it was in Arlington. Yeah, we, we when we were in Arlington, and it was like for whatever reason, this one time we were. It was like when online season, but the finals were. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, around yeah, the, okay. around so, the swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so for us, it was like because the games are earlier because of Europe, and it was and like we had rolling schedule, and we had rolling schedule, Yo! and that event had all two O's, and, and it was two best of threes a day, and we would like be done at 2 p.m. And it's like sunny outside. We called the event it's spring wrong. break. Yeah, it's like vacation. We called it spring break. We literally said, someone said like, 
oh man, it's like these fucking games are getting in between our like drinking and like <laughs> our vacation because we would get, you know, those, we had those like, big tall Coke containers that yeah. they would use and we grabbed oh, really? one from the hotel and just every day, whoever got off first would just go get a, go get a case of beer, go, go get a bag of ice. <laughs> and Trace yeah. and I were buying like Coors Light, Miller Light. You set up a green room by the pool outside. Yeah, yeah. we had, uh, we had Melly move a TV outside for us so we could watch and get yeah. our tan on and shit. And it was so good because after the day was over, it wasn't just like us, the, the, the players were there. I remember we were sitting around a table and we had like Draken and Simple and you fucking poor Draken man Yanko was really mean to Paul before Draken who else was there was it Stewie no, kind of, because we were already drunk you know, like, they're like coming over and then Simple that was actually really cool that was on the I guess first time that Simple really started like hanging out yeah, yeah. and and then he we were just shooting the shit and then all of a sudden he starts talking about the game you know and starts talking about opping on ct side mirage right and like you know there's no point in going window you just get smoke like why don't you just do this blah 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 blah. and we're like fucking hell like there's, you know like it's he you know he opened your eyes about something and i think it was <laughs> at that point when he finished that i said so i can't remember i think i said something he's like yeah what do you think, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the best top player in the world. It's like it's like and Drake is just who can't hit the straight shot. Yeah, yeah. like the poor know. guy. He's yeah. going again. He's back in. What's he with Godsent? Yeah, Godsent. Yeah, that that poor Joel. Bless kid. him. Yeah, uh, it's getting messy out there, man. It's getting real messy out there. I don't know. I think um, I think being here and having this environment that we get to have with this one, everything contained, other than the the long walk, which I enjoy. I don't know how you guys feel about the walk. Long walk. We have to walk for. Five and a half minutes. Yeah, but I was talking to some of the players. I don't think it's too long. I like it. Oh it gets my, my legs going. They get a, they get a, they get a, <laughs> they get a shuttle in playoffs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they get a car in playoffs. At a oh, they get a shuttle yeah, in playoffs. Yeah, because there's fans there. Oh, that's yeah. right. So it's, like, it's through the concourse. I understand that. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be like a 10-minute drive for a five-minute walk. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually more, it's more direct if you go imagine, outside yeah, and cross like the road. Kind of the, the shuttle driver must be like... Imagine that guy's is like he's just making that route like for eight hours. We should a day. just get some golf carts and then we could just courier them across in golf carts. It's literally across the road. Yeah, like it's not fun. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Make, make, get you, some, it was make scooters back here in 2019, and I think they banned the scooters since. This is when it was yeah. DreamHack Masters. Should I didn't Fuck make it last scooters. year? I had COVID. But they banned them. What in Texas? No, just like because there were so many of them. I don't because you don't see you don't see any of them around. I think yeah. uh, in the apps you can restrict what areas they can enter. Yeah, and uh, I think this area is restricted because I mean if you have it at a, at a at an arena or a theater, yeah. you, you know you're like just going to have 50 to 200 scooters, scooters just piled up somewhere. But it is going to be cool. Like I didn't get to see what it was like last year. Have you guys gone and looked at what the arena is like? What, what, yeah, what, no. What's the what's the situation like? I haven't looked at it this year, but last year it's kind of the same, no? Yeah, I would assume oh, it's the I'm same. He's going to yeah. change. Yeah. It's like a mini cologne kind of vibe. Like a, like well, that's a good vibe. Mini, yeah, but I yeah. mean, like the setup is like the best arena. Event. It's a mini best event, uh, you know? But, well, I mean, I don't mean it in terms of like the like the prestige or like the scale or the intensity, but just the way the arena is kind the of set up. Yeah, the layout of the arena just feels okay. like a mini cologne. I was surprised last year on a, on a Friday, it was already pretty full for the first yeah. game. Well, that's you know, probably because of the festival, I right? know, but that's I think that's a great that's way good. to do events in NA. I think that's it. We always struggle to fill arenas, you know, I mean, sure, Columbus was full, but it was like it was a major and it was short the first and, major, yeah. right? You know, but you look at all those. I mean, ECS finals were always a struggle. The DreamHack Vegas struggle. I guess New York got to. <laughs> I a, wouldn't even put give DreamHack Vegas, Vegas struggle category. That was just dead. Yeah, that was, was, a, was whoever <laughs> came up with that idea was just. It's because the casino shit. just gave him the play, the venue for free. Yeah, and, but and in esports, you get something like that for stage. free. You're like, all right. Yeah, but that was a rough shot. With that that was that was rough. But Taz won, so it's all good. Yeah, and look how good that went. What was your favorite event? 
ever? Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, you know, probably Antwerp. not not me. Yeah, Antwerp because you want it, but like, just in a term of terms of like the vibes and whatever. Cologne, Cologne, Cologne is always always a favorite event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, separates that? Just just the overall like. I think it's just that's why Antwerp was so special as well. Is I think it's like that unbiased like crowd. Like I feel like crowds mm, genuinely just cheer for Counter Strike. Yeah. Whereas like in Rio, like you're not seeing that. No. Nah. And I mean in Paris, it was kind of. I mean, the, it's always funny to to have the home crowd though. Mm. That's just like the special part. Like playing against like Vitality in in France is like you know that's fun. That's like you're playing the home team basically. Mm. And for us as like an international team, like we definitely have our like our sides where like you know fans are like cheering, but like in general. They just want to see a good Counter Strike, mm. and that's why it's like there was bias, but they were still cheering for the Counter Strike. Exactly, when, when like not yeah. cheating, like sure, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, not not trying to assist the players in uh, working out where the enemy is. That's always good, right? We we don't want that, guys. We want to avoid that. I hate when I'm in Denmark and it was in 2021. We're playing uh, Astralis in Copenhagen, and this is like one of the first oh, lands. Shit, like yeah, this yeah, is one yeah, of the first yeah, lands yeah. back. Yep, and like afterwards, I'm being told that they were like saying like, oh yeah, when like the crosshair was like. On smoke wall outside and the x-ray they were like telling people to shoot or whatever i'm just like this is like, what the fuck in is the this? front row <laughs> really? like this yeah. is like one of the first Those lines VIP back tickets. can we not just be fucking happy and yeah. like just look at and be this happy is why we can't have nice things yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but, uh, but that's uh, that's the, that's what people want to solve and i know that like esl were wanting to do like psa's like have fallen in portuguese or whatever or if we're in an event in denmark have yeah. glaive a thing like hey guys we understand you want to yeah, exactly. Uh, hey guys, we 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 want to we want a fair. Don't game. cheat, guys. Don't cheat. Look at me. It was wrong. You know? That would be the next level play. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you know, the next thing probably that Charles fucking org is going to do is like do a gambling PSA with Hunden. You know, like <laughs> gamble responsibly or something like that. Those people are just out of their. But they're playing better Counter Strike now. They are. You know, for me, it's always like people, of course, always like. Uh, well, we separate like, the I, two. Yeah, yeah, they don't separate. Like I don't have, you know, uh, but the players, I it's nothing like. Screw with the old. Them. Same when we had issues with MIP. Still is so good. good He's. I'm so happy for that. About, oh. about that. I am so too. nice to see. It's great to see. And seeing him just fucking body. What was he? Plus 43. He had yeah. like 30 yeah. kills Insane. in the first map, 39 in the second map. I didn't, I didn't see what he ended had, on the third had map. He at least 30 kills every map. He had 41 in the second oh, map. Oh, I think he's averaging 30 kills a map for the tournament so far. Yeah. He's the highest rated player of the tournament. Fuck's sake. He is man. back, baby. They play Maus, and then they play uh, on that side of the bracket. It's heroic. heroic. The, if they, if oh. the Danish Ooh. Derby for a semi final, Glaive Cadian mix up, you could, you, and oh, we can really lead into it because we had the Glaive doing the pop off, right? Yeah. Where he knocked the monitor over. When he did that, you saw it wasn't instantaneous. With Cadian, it's instant. It's like Glaive did it and went, shit. I feel like we if need, I do this, it's going to inspire the boys. You we saw, need like, footage of that fight from Dusseldorf. There's no footage. There's no. There's no it's never happened. There was never a fight. <laughs> People making up shit. Yeah, they were just the the only just thing that happened other, was right? they were just talking shit, yeah. which happens. You know that happens. You talk shit. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's. I love how that that did that did. People actually thought there was a fight. Yeah, because um, journalism is desperate and reporting. People like is a story. We like <laughs> journalism. <laughs> we make up shit. We like clicks in this industry. <laughs> well, we try to keep it pretty real. So, well, we nah, try. Uh, we try. Oh, podcast is different. Yeah. Yeah, this is like more like natural and. Well, we like a long form conversation. Yeah, this is good. Ninety four fifty one. And we like, and I much prefer this than the online stuff because I can see Yanko. I can see you. I like know where everyone is. Kind of, you know, if if Yanko's looking bored, I know I can change the topic. <laughs> Whereas online, I don't know. That's he's not probably... bored, and that's just hung, hangover. Yeah, that's yeah, true yeah, yeah. too. Well, <laughs> it's right because it's getting better now. I'm we've, hydrated. We've kept you with water. You wouldn't be drinking this much otherwise. If you weren't sitting here having a conversation, you wouldn't be having as much. You ready water. for the bucket delivery? 
Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm back. I'm back, baby. Back, baby. <laughs> you know, we'll go for some BBQ after this. Get the fuck out. Man, we got to do rehearsal. I have to film skits. Skits? We have to yeah. do a TikTok today. Oh, oh you doing it? TikTok? Yeah. Okay, with, okay, for the thing that's coming. A couple yeah. of boomers doing TikTok. <laughs> hey, man. Like, it's not our own TikTok. Dude, it's wild getting asked to do like a media day to be like, hey, are you willing to do like one TikTok? And I'm like, yeah, it's like 30 seconds. <laughs> no, but it's like you probably have to do some silly dance. Oh, uh, no, I do. I've, it, I've is yeah, it is silly. It's silly. It's but that's dance. all right. We're silly. We're silly buggers, you know? Look at us here. This is what I get paid for. You know what? I was just thinking when we were talking about uh, like phase, I feel that the players in G2 feel more pressure about being in G2 than the players of phase feel about being in phase from the outside. Uh, I mean... Because you, I think when I look at your team, you feel disconnected from the org. Well, that's, I mean, if you've seen anything, I don't want you to talk shit about your org. If you've seen anything but lately, then then yeah, I mean, we should definitely keep distance because yeah, I feel like phase. <laughs> I feel like I feel like phase esports is kind of its own entity. And, yes, and I, I agree, and I, and yeah, I wish it was true. more seen like that because I feel like any of the players in phase esports don't want to be associated, associated with, the, with yeah, the, yeah. the main bullshit happening. So, and I feel like the G two was different, and I feel like. Probably ever since Carlos left, they probably feel like a bit less pressure. Sure, because I think he was pretty adamant on he was bringing a lot of eyes, and yeah. you know, it's bringing a lot of stress. And I, in Liquid, I never had that. Like Victor was a really good CEO. Victor's a good really, lad. He was really understanding of, of everything. And in Phase, it's different. You know, we have. Uh, some upper Eddie is like upper management and Eddie's with us Eddie's a events. cool dude man and Eddie's, Eddie's, Eddie's really always nice. smiling yeah Eddie's really nice but he's also you know mainly phase esports so like he also keeps distance with the, the main stuff I would say and yeah I mean we just at the end of the day we just try to keep our heads down and do your shit and avoid the drama yeah. and just play good Counter-Strike safe to say dude phase is a hands-off org when yeah, but it that's comes what to I the mean. team management like you know and it, it can be a good thing and a bad thing like depending on how much you know, what do you want but and look what do at you their like? Entourage, but, Echo. But it's not the same. Like their entourage isn't the same as like G2 entourage. There's no entourage. Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. Like, yeah, but that's, I mean, honestly, as a coach, like, I was happy because there's no like content sponsor. There's nothing that we need to do. We can just, we're just focusing on the game. In phase. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. would have liked, well, I would have liked for some more support in terms of like staff and, and, and shit like that, but whatever. But G2, man, it's like, there's so much content that, yeah, that, that they have They're to do, right? Like, or some you shit. know, they go to a boot camp. It's like at least one. They have to. They go to Berlin for three days just to do content. Yeah, you know, with the org and stuff. And I, you know, we talked about the schedules and the traveling and everything. And you have to add that on top of it. Um, it it's probably not great. No. Well, I, 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 but hey, I guess that's it. Like every org is shaped in different ways and every team functions in different ways. And yeah. that's the unique thing about this. We don't like have a blueprint. We're not like a franchise thing where everybody has to follow a same model. Everybody kind of gets to pick and choose how they want to go about business. And I think that's a luxury that some teams get over others. Like, I feel, I feel I like there's prefer- like a misperception though of like, what we actually get as a team. Okay. Because I feel like what we get as resources is no different than... Like, I feel like what is just higher than than us compared to the tier two teams is like we have like a salary because like we've earned this like salary. Sure. Obviously we're like top tier players. But in terms of like any other resources, like you're right, we don't have an entourage. We don't have sports psychologists traveling with us. We don't not gonna lie, there's not any really outside support. It's just us, the team, the coach, and and one manager. Sounds That's familiar. basically it. So Yeah, you got and, inner uh, shine, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so, yeah but that's but he's he, working in the background. Yeah, and but he's sending stuff in. That's all we have. But yeah. sometimes, like, we join server and people have like three fucking coaches, <laughs> and then come to an event. There's like Damn. two sports psychologists, or whatever, or like a sports psychologist and a physical like trainer, or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like people get the this like they have the thought that when one team has it, all teams have it. And ah, like, okay. And we yeah. we don't syndrome. work with we don't work with that. Yeah. Like we don't have those that resources, so you know we just try our best. It, it was so funny in, in Katowice in 2020 when I was with Faze and we were playing Vitality and you know first map ends and we go outside you know to do the talk and it's six of us and there's 17 people from Vitality like they have a head coach an assistant coach an analyst that manager guy that Olympic champion in. Yeah. <laughs> Aikido or whatever. The, you no, know, there's was, like so many people and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, there's so many people. And it's like on one side, you're like, I mean, that's cool like to have that much on the other side. You're like, that's a lot. That's too many people. You know, that's like too many a lot for between, yeah, maps. It, between maps. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, but it, it's just, uh, it's just strange how that like sometimes works out. But that, that to me is kind of, you know how we had this conversation on the last episode about me deciding that we need to kill all orcs, right? <laughs> Going a little bit. Now, look, I went, <laughs> I went a little bit off the deep end. Uh, but my sentiment is more like models that exist that are like sustainable. Like what we're talking about with all these extra people, mm -hmm. that's part of the stuff that I think is not sustainable. It's a luxury. If you have the money, you can spend it. That's really it good. It's sustainable. Uh, it is? It is. All right. Well, in, in my, in my head, I mean, it's hard to... Those, the, I'm, uh, depending on the number of people, but it's sustainable because you compare that to the player's salaries, that's nothing. Sure. You know, like how yeah, much no, that's those, a good point. those people cost you, right? And it also depends like what different teams need you know do you guys even need a sports psychologist i think it's just nice to have one i don't think it hurts to have yeah, one. yeah. it's like even if it only makes you five percent better it was worth it still five yeah. and that's better, like yeah. you know i feel like the value cannot i think you cannot place the value on it really like uh, if a sports psychologist thinks that he deserves a certain amount of money then why not try it out for just, why yeah. not just try it yeah that's right? a, that's a bad example because i really do believe especially in in, in counter-strike everyone needs a sports psychologist, like all the teams especially now and esports let's say do, you know do you really, do how many you, good ones are there though? that's the next question well yeah i guess that's a bit of a problem and you can't have someone who's like you can't work for multiple you, teams you, you, no, you, no, you, <laughs> yeah and you well unless you Hunden, can unless you're oh. but, but 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 what you can he's come up a lot this episode yeah, 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 yeah. Spot. <laughs> but the guy who doesn't want him showing on cam is giving him a lot of airtime. Yeah, Kirk. Well, he's not on camera. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I think it's like to find the right person. It can be difficult, mm. right? And to to I think one of the most difficult thing is getting everyone to buy in, right, into the philosophy and whatever the the culture is, and then getting the team to peak at the at the correct time. That's what Vitality managed to do, right? Like they peaked at the major, right? Like their, yeah. their their role was great, and that's not easy to do. And I mean, they even I even heard that even Extaz was a part of like that yeah, in, in this apparently. year. It's like, man, that's like really. I mean, you can. It's a massive investment from them in terms of personnel and everything. But hey, it's all they they got it done. It's all it's all worth it. Now uh, maybe we should pivot, gentlemen, because we're getting to the two hour mark here. And uh, we don't want to hold Russell all day. Uh, cool. And I also need to go film some fucking skits and get my best yeah, acting hat on. I need to do TikToks. And, well, no, that's later. That's, that's later. during rehearsal. But uh, should we talk about, uh, I don't know, you got to play phase. I mean, you got to play G2 uh, in your in your quarterfinal. How do you feel about uh, that type of a matchup? I'm just looking here. The last time you guys played, Katowice and uh, G2 beat you 2-0. Yeah. That was group, group upper bracket. Yeah, I'm having a look. Uh, so the for seeding 
uh, brackets. That was another semi. those. No, that semi. was another one of those like bullshit nuke games, like same as as the <laughs> oh world, same as the world final. Where like sixteen like, fourteen, like that was the one where Howie's mouse jumped. I think yeah, yeah. that that was the game, and you know they won. JKS and Hunter win like a bullshit two v four or something. It changes the game. Yeah, you both yeah. both yeah. times you guys were like, yeah, you're gonna win the game, and then at fourteen fourteen or like fourteen twelve thirteen, some like wacky round happens that ruins your economy, and then they just somehow find a way to win sixteen fourteen. You're pretty similar teams though. I think that can go. That's the type of thing that go either way for both teams, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've overthought any of our matchups at this event so far. Okay. So keeping it think, pretty simple. Yeah, and I think that's the same way it's going to be for the rest of the event. Basically, it's just to focus on ourselves. It seemed like Kerrigan had like some pared down calling. You guys were like much more grouped up the other day, like much more like four one, much more that Anubis was just like contact towards each of the bomb sites. Yeah, I think we're realizing that you know we don't want to be just like stale. We don't want to become this like C nine type of team where everything is by the book. And there has to be some some freedom. So, obviously, I'm trying to help the team. And on certain maps, I can put myself in better positions to to help Finn with calling. And I think that's part of like being like grouped up. Finn so you're likes, taking a little bit more responsibility. Finn likes to go on his like e like solo adventure play. <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And Carrigan's adventure. Yeah, and I feel like if I'm also at my side of the map defaulting, that you know. If I have a good idea, I cannot voice it in because I'm not with the group. It's sure. not like in not my in spot. Pack, but if yeah. I'm in the pack and something makes sense to me, then people will follow. I mean, it's the same if Brokey makes a call. Everyone's going to follow if we're in a pack. So, uh, yeah, but I'm definitely trying to take more responsibility. And that's part of like not being on the edge of the map all the time. How are the that the major we had and Kerrigan talked about it here, I think, too. And I know Rain touched on a bunch in Paris communication issues. Like that's that seems like weird for a team like you guys that has so much experience and has played together so much think it's kind of lazy i mean i feel like as an international team i guess it was uncharacteristic of how good our communication actually was when mm. we first came together because when we first came together in this like whatever honeymoon phase like our communication was crisp it's, it was clean it's like everyone always understood what was happening but i feel like now when we're playing like sometimes people are talking over each other and stuff and uh it's really hard for me, especially with accents sometimes when people are... Obviously, I know everyone's voice on the team. But when people are talking over each other, I cannot... When Brokey wants to do one step at A on Inferno and Finn and Howie are figuring out a plan at B, it's like I cannot... I cannot Discern separate. Which ones it's yeah, really hard yeah, to figure great. out who, who is saying what and yeah. what is important for me to hear as a rotator. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, obviously, there's no excuses. I've been trying to help um, clear up the comms, and that's part of me, like being in the pack and whenever I'm dead, I'm spectating. I'm trying to give the most clean information I can for, for players. Like this weird situation where Finn like timinged uh, both C9 players at Inferno yesterday and he couldn't find the words to say B was clear. Like, sure. I, it's on me to say yeah. like B is clear because I also, I also see it. And uh, yeah, it's also just like, I mean, every team says it, but like you just need to say what, what's on your screen. Sure. Like, what are yeah. you holding? What is your crosshair? What are you yeah. looking at? When it's like, you know, bunch of chaos like smokes inside a mirage and you're like holding something and you see your teammates also trying to hold something just say what you're holding because yeah. then like your teammate will know like yeah the what worst he has thing to do. the worst thing is when you have like you see multiple people looking at the same shit just because they haven't said what they're watching like that's real basic level counter exactly and it yeah. all comes from communication like yeah. there's so many things like when someone gets shot in the back or something like i like to believe everyone playing cs right now in the top five like they know how to play the game they know like what is possible what situations the timings and everything mm. so usually when someone gets shot on the back i can only assume it's from lack of communication or like simply being outplayed right but uh 
yeah, I feel like at the moment, say, like, when Naphne walks up, like, Khan and, and kills, like, two people in the back, it's just only from, like, communication. It's just, sure. like, if someone just said, like, oh, it's open, jungle's open, that, and then it changes everything. It's just, like, two oh, words. That, that round can, where he got those two kills and then yeah, didn't it do just anything Yeah, just cheap kills, right? And it's just, like, it's supposed to be a five alive round. Yeah. And it's just, like, even when you win, you can always perfect something. And for us at the moment, it's, like, communication is probably, like, sometimes it's too chaotic and sometimes there's not enough words too being dead. Sure, so you, yeah. you got to find that middle ground that sweet spot yep. yeah exactly yeah. and that's probably to do with energy as well right because if people are fatigued or they're not you know they're not on your 100 percent that day then your comms are going to be affected that's just kind of how things go yeah exactly uh, and that's like about increasing like rc game comms to be like more consistent and you know i know when our comms are like peak comms like everything is covered rotations everyone's helping each other mm like peak cs is like when like you're helping your teammate upgrade a gun you're like carrying it over to them sure, that's yeah, just like yeah, you're yeah. paying attention Smoke to here. every detail yeah. exactly and uh i feel like we're we're finding that again okay that's nice maybe just in time as well like this is probably the point like can you see the finish line for the season now you, you know like a couple more and we're, we're good we get a break or are you in this point because i was talking to finn about this and it's hard for him to know what's coming next because of this cs2 thing looming over their head like thinking i might have to practice cs2 and the whole player break right depending on when it drops like do you have that feeling as well or are you like ah we get a bit of a break now because you're, you're even saying during the time when you moved over all you had was cs right because you couldn't go out and talk fucking to the germans right you know <laughs> i i tried to learn and should have got my deutsches nicht good expressions of english bitter right that was it that's all i got that was, I, but um do you think you're just gonna be playing that was a little flex you know? that's not bad uh, yeah. um do you think you're just gonna be playing counter-strike in the break anyway um probably i mean for me, yeah, for me as a, like a player that has to live in Europe, I have to take the opportunities I have to uh, fix things in, okay. in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I have some some things I need to renew or like figure out, and then I went home and got my driver's see. license done at Christmas. Probably get settled so, into yeah. the new place as well. Um, that's part of it. Yeah. Like like moving. So and then also playing. I mean, when you when you live in a nice yeah. place, then it's holiday and playing at the same time. So. Yeah. Hey, he gets it. He gets Th- it. That's the reason I'm in Malta. I'm going to be up every morning, swim, come home, play Counter-Strike, afternoon swim, do whatever I want at night time. It's just a, Can't wait. It changes so much when you live in a nicer place. Like Cologne is just so like gray and, yeah. and gloomy. And like somehow people, like when they come for I Am Cologne like every year, it's just like they get blessed with the, the fucking two weeks of like perfect <laughs> weather yeah. and sunshine. But like <laughs> we're right in, on the river. In this well. area, <laughs> the cathedral, the bridge, the locks and everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And yeah. it's just like... It's not like, like that bro, year round. Sorry to tell you that, but it's like this is some fairy tale month. <laughs> like, this is not how it is usually. So, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, like I have to. I don't like to to walk outside and like people walking around like sweatpants or sure. like not caring about how they they look. Then I feel like I what the what the fuck? I can walk outside in bathrobe and like, yeah. this is like fucking normal. Yeah. So, like, but in Malta, like everyone's like, you know, keeping clean and stuff and. I just enjoy being in, in places like this. It's like I see where happiness what area life. you're in as well. Like where you can just walk straight outside and be right there on the water. Like, mate, you got a fucking primo little spot right there. You're, <laughs> good, you're in a good part of town. Yeah, I mean, that's the this is the first time I've ever had anything like this in my yeah. life. So uh, enjoy it, baby. Yeah, basically. I mean, the first first uh, time being there, I felt like kind of guilty. You know, like mm. felt like I had to really. I had to like humble myself in some way because in Cologne, I'm like. You know, get back from a event or like long travel. Got to carry up my like twenty kilogram suitcase up like up four stairs, flights of stairs, no elevator, no right? elevators, yeah. and I'm just like humbled. You know, it kind of feels like nice, but uh, yeah. Ah, oh, no. dude, I know exactly. I just had to do that. So when I went to Amsterdam, 
you know my girlfriend lives in Cologne as well, but maybe the people at home don't. So went Amsterdam, then Cologne, because I was going to fly from Frankfurt. So And instead of going home between the major, because flying to Malta can be a bit of a faff, and uh, I thought, fuck it, I'll just use this week. So I did exactly what you said there. She lives on like the third floor or some shit. And I've got this suitcase that I packed for a month on the road. So it's not, you know, 20 kilos or less. I'm talking 25 plus kilos. And like, I, it's a long travel day. You get there, you're off the train. You're like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> the last thing I want. And then it's like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do two suitcases in one thing. Cause I travel with like a duffel bag, a small little case and a big fuck off thing. So I go up and down the stairs and I, you know, you want to do the right thing. You carry the yeah. girlfriend's bag as well. So you do three trips and you're yeah, like, yeah. fuck man. <laughs> That's your that's your that's your workout for the day. Yeah, we'll have an elevator. Were you now. sore for a couple of days after that? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, I, look, you can see these pencil arms are getting thinner and thinner, <laughs> mate, by the fucking days going by. Okay, look after my. Can you guys like yell at me more and shit? Just like wait, wake me up every day. I try to take you running in Paris. Just tell me more about run. best of ones in major formats, Chad, and I'll yell at you all day long. I meant just to get outside. But what yeah. are the other uh, matchups here in Dallas? Well, I do have one question. While you look at that, is would you? prefer it if the major was at the end of the season if it was the last event of I the season the, yeah i prefer the break to be after the major every time like i feel like why don't we have that already that just makes no sense it's that, so silly too because like, it's like the the shuffle season as well for rosters every like, person yeah. i asked said the same thing so we are should we do a we're survey making, we're it's making, also no like, we're making the commitment here chad we're going to valve we're messaging csppa we're messaging someone from last well i'm not but you know maybe jason can everyone CSPPA loves jason just even around anymore? and like and you get there know. and it's like guys <laughs> can you all I, just can you all just put the major at the end of the season players do don't you want worry this? about CSPPA. yes tos are you okay with this yes well can we make this a reality now? Yes, we don't give a fuck. You just need to come and tell us when do you want it. Yes, thank you. Firm handshakes all around. See you. All right, so I have some like heated things to say. Yeah. Like he brought up like CSPPA and like <laughs> what they did before with this like, you know, this player, this organization <laughs> revenue share. That was huge. That wasn't in the, the scene before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't know anything that they're they're doing. They're not now. doing anything. That we never hear like anything besides this like randomly four people deciding that our player break is like different now changed yeah yeah and also like i don't know why is e6 still in the scene like what <laughs> so, is, what is like their yeah. point like we like there was drug testing in like paris and i'm just like nice this is like one out of five fucking events like everyone like okay i could just cheat at the other events and like this is the one and we only take two players so the other three don't matter? Yeah. Like, Isik is just like, yeah. like how did someone not just kick them out already? So I don't understand. The, the thing with Isik, the thing that they probably can help the most with is the gambling side of things, right? But when they, they... They didn't even get that right. Exactly. <laughs> because they didn't understand the scene. This is... Because the, the biggest issue was the Australian boys, right? And I was talking to some of the Greyhound guys and they were explaining the situation for some of these players. And they're like, these are guys in Australia who don't want, like they didn't decide if their matches end up on HLTV or a fucking betting market. They're playing ESCA Open in Australia. These are are kids. These are kids who don't earn any money. They're not professional Counter-Strike players. So then they got in trouble for betting on their own games and they were betting on themselves to win. (laughs) <laughs> so they you know they were they weren't even it's just morally. like they lose money if they don't win exactly <laughs> right so they have more motivation to play but that type of stuff showed that ESIC didn't understand what they were dealing with from that regard yeah. but in terms of understanding like betting patterns or big people doing money you know that they they have the connections for that i think if it, it's managed and not coming into like blurring in the lines like the australian example then maybe they can help in terms of the drug testing if it's at every top tier event then yeah fair enough right and random spot checks that's meant to keep everybody in line. It's like, I could be tested, but we've never heard of a player ever getting done for anything to this point, which either means the drug tests 
aren't finding anything. Drug tests are still built off like fucking Samphus's 2016 interview. <laughs> About Adderall. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we had a meeting like me, Trace, Jordan in Cologne back when I was still a player with ESO and they asked about the stuff and like we asked a couple questions. One of them was, what if you have a prescription? They're like, it's fine. And then like we'll ask a couple of, a couple of other more recreational drugs and they were like, well, yeah, whatever. That's got nothing to do with performance enhancing and stuff. And there was like, then from there they did a couple. Like if ESIC are just doing drug tests and more regularly, because I agree with you, it shouldn't just be spotty. It doesn't make any it sense. It should only be two people. You think they should do it everybody? Yeah, of course. All right, well, It doesn't fuck make it. any sense. Let's Why amp it up. It's not like everyone's going to be sharing fucking drugs. Yeah, all right. Like, Let's amp uh, it up. Yeah, I think it's just what Chad is saying is like, if it's random two people, and then, you know, you know, well, it might be me that's getting tested. The risk so of you, the randomness yeah. might be enough. But if they all want to get I drug tested. But I mean, I feel like there's just no consistency. <laughs> like, it's just like they come out of, they just tested? randomly appear. Do you care? I mean, of course. Yeah? Yeah. You I think feel Adderall like, is like, I, that kind of stuff is, is... I mean, I honestly don't know of anything that could actually enhance, like... For me, it's just like, if something could enhance a mechanical ability, like mm-hmm. people are just like... I don't know, hitting every fucking flick, then then sure, like okay, that drug needs to be like everyone needs to get tested for this. Yeah, yeah. But uh I don't I don't think so. Don't need okay. to be doing saliva tests for smoking weed. But no, I think like that, that seems I don't think you're gonna play better Counter Strike high. I, I, I unless <laughs> you're like so I think a lot of these fucking players before they take Adderall, they should probably try working out, sleeping yeah, well, exactly. and not <laughs> eating a fucking full pizza before your game. Maybe hey, really. Mr. McDonald's, you watch yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fucking pro player, Chad. <laughs> fuck you, you pencil arm fuck. <laughs> Go to the gym, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'm with you there I, the other one was the cspba i found something out about the cspba the other day um i don't have to use anybody's name so this is great so the cspba <laughs> apparently take three hundred thousand from the revenue of what? like the, of the players who were part of it who get the rev share they take 300 grand a year and then do nothing with it beautiful Oh, they do something. Yeah, I have no comment. <laughs> they have they no pay comment. someone like Ken Hirschman, Shit. you know, some, there's some fucking commissioner you know, somewhere who's getting six figures for like doing nothing. An, an, anonymously, anonymously, I'll just say that. Anonymously, wait, 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 wait. Anonymous. you're not anonymous, anonymous right now. <laughs> well, anonymously, I will right, just say Kanye. I have information from anonymous people. Oh, okay, okay. That uh, that that money goes apparently to funding employees every day. Yeah. In an office. Yeah. Who are doing okay. what? What are people doing daily? <laughs> they're taking and a check. Where is the office? They're, I don't understand. They're stealing paycheck. In the Cayman no Islands. <laughs> and I, all I know is in Denmark. That's like expensive as fuck. But I like, read up about the guy that was, and I, I can't remember this because a couple of years ago, but he's done dodgy shit with unions in sports in Denmark before, like women's fucking handball or volleyball or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know. Handball. It's Denmark. It's yeah. handball. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but like it's, it's this isn't, the writing is on the wall with this whole situation. Like the the idea that you guys are already f- funding this somewhat just shows that the way that we got into you guys funding it is the problem, not the idea. Because I never thought that you funded it. I literally learned this a couple of days ago that they they pay like they they money comes out of their rev share apparently. Yeah. So then we could actually have a proper union because the players are actually already contributing to it and if we had competent people yeah. who and the thing understand is, is well, the scene understand I would the game. be interested in, in creating a, a proper union with like you know people actually you know part of every top org like being responsible for like their team and what is said because at the moment like the people that are on the board like bruh It'll, it'll, this, is not, this is not no. the faces I mean, of tier it'll one happen Counter-Strike. over the yeah. years but i mean the biggest problem is always having the players who are actually going to consistently lend their voice and their opinions to well, that's because like 
you don't have anything to believe in with the CSP. Sure. Yeah. It's not like it's not player run. People know it's yeah. not player run. But if a union was player run with some like management in the background, like but you, you know, need a conduit of somebody who understands the player, right? You need not like a suit. You need somebody that was like a former pro, exactly, right? Who understands the conditions. It's a great role for Dupree all, or Kerrigan. If yeah, and all you need, to, yeah. all you need to know about the fucking player break and how it got changed. It was like. Uh, Chris Jay writing in WhatsApp and saying like these are the dates and like you know like they're suggesting this changed and no one like said anything like we're not replied, even our team wasn't even in the chat replied mm. to the chat so he assumed that because no one said anything that everyone, everyone okay was with fine it. with changing the break like that's how that decision was made like that's ludicrous yeah right I think there's a couple of issues first thing is CSPPA and ESIC as an idea are both good and we should yes. have it but it turned into Something either the execution wasn't great or they're not doing what they're supposed to, yeah. right? So it wasn't like executed really well. I think there definitely should be, you know, a players association, a players union, so players have a say in things that involve them, right? Like equipment, like accommodations, all that, Breaks. all that sort of stuff. I, I do think though, when it comes to like things like rev share and all that stuff, it, it also should be, because you think of like the union, players union and you think about the NFL and the NBA and the collective bargaining agreements and how players get like their own fair share from all the TV deals and everything. I think though right now for esports and for Counter-Strike, like the goal should be making the pie bigger and not really, you know, about like, taking a sl bigger slice of the same. Yeah, pie. taking a bigger slice of the same pie, because let's let's face it, Russ, if anyone's doing well for themselves, it's the players. Right, like the players get good salaries. You know, there's prize money that that they predominantly the, they the looked 80, after events. eighty plus percent goes to the players. They're looked after. Everything's paid for, food, travel, all of that that stuff. Right, and that's coming. Which is off what we of, want. That's not coming off of people making money on events. That's coming off of like investments and being startup and right. And I'm all for you know players getting their share and players getting the, their own right but like we should find a way to make this thing like a little bit bigger so we do get to a point where someone comes in and says hey here's five million i want to broadcast the tournament and then the players come in well hey we want a percentage of that five million because we're the ones who are actually doing this and that's how it should be and that's perfectly fine and that's hopefully where we're going right because you think about how much we've scaled right these things that we're talking about with where, where we were 15 years ago they're really good things to have we're still refining yeah, for, six for me csppa ago. right now is there to the players say hey we these are the things we need at tournaments to play on this is the level of accommodation we need and to help guide the players whoever wanted hey i want to work on my brand how do i do that and there's a person in csppa who can give them advice oh, well. they should have a lawyer to look at a contract or lawyer something like to yeah, look yeah, at yeah. the the contrast like that that sort of thing and then as the thing gets bigger then they also get involved into talks like hey okay so this is the, the landscape has a, changed yeah. we need to be a part of this like we need to be at least a part of the conversation right right obviously things like the player break like a line of communication with other agents in the scene mm. right with valve so you can so players can go to valve and say hey we're you know cspa goes hey players are really concerned about this regarding the game you know like what just have a line of communication where they say yeah we'll do it because of this you know stuff like well, they, that they do have a line they got rops they got the guy and i'll also tell you the problem with cspa and the stuff and it's player run players don't give a fuck and you said like it's because it doesn't seem like it's it's not genuine. nothing to believe yeah, in. yeah yeah it's 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 not genuine or whatever but i think you will find now like because people are more mature and players and teams are you know everything's a little bit more professional so yeah in 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 
a lot of the teams that are at the top, you'll have players like yourself who would be willing to be a part of it and dedicate some of their time to the project. But I, I, I was there, you know, at, at the start of it, like a couple of times where none of the players even wanted to go to this meeting that they set up. And so I want to go to see what they want to say, because this is about their fucking future, yeah. right? To see what, the same as what people are trying to do. And they didn't let me go in because I'm a coach and not a player. And like they consider, which I understand, they consider me like tied to the organization. Like I'll protect the organization's interest. But and then and then someone from CSPPA, the next tournament, comes to me and says, "Hey, uh, would you like to come in on the meeting?" Like because none of the players want to go, and they have no one. To, you know, they're I not getting that when I was in as well. so it's like It was the same kind of commission for the Louvre Agreement, and they wanted a player, and none of the players wanted to do it, so I did it. And then none of the yeah, it was just yeah. <laughs> we'll get well, we'll, we'll get players. Fair, I feel like that's like it's like. I don't know how to explain it, but it's not like players sing. They, there needs to be like a middleman. Oh, yeah. No. That is like you address it to them and then they like represent the team in like the best way possible because like for sure that player's time is like valuable. Like why yeah. am I going to like mid-event take two, three hours out of my time like like doing that? Oh, I agree. Right? I agree with you. Like entirely. if it was like if it was like here and there was like an off day, it's like planned on the off day, but sometimes it's like planned like ridiculous times. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's planned around the executive. And also there's a reason. Yeah, exactly. Why, yeah. It's planned around when it works for them and, yeah. and yeah. not for like, there's the a reason players. why an off day is an off day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, so we can like do this. Yeah. Like we have some, so I think I've solved it. Like we'll get Jason to head up CSPP. Everyone loves Jason. Jason is a great guy. I'll do it. If I get the call, you know, and like someone who player who will have the player's best interest at heart, uh, someone who, you know, Players like talk me up, baby. Orgs like Who? Him. what? Jason's we make Jason the head of the CSPP. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. gonna protect the players. He's gonna be the conduit. Okay. Between nice. Yeah, I got it. You get a promotion. Yeah, I like that. Or a demotion. So how much of the uh, player uh, devotion do I get? How much, what's my salary? Hold up a minute. Look, no, after you're doing this pro bono <laughs> motherfucker. You're doing this because you love the players. Don't you love him, Jason? Say it. I've just got so much passion for the players that I'll, I'll do it for free. Oh shit. Oh, we just wow, had, that uh, was really, <laughs> like that? really honest. We, we just had Matthew walk in the room. Hi, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah hey. so hey. It, it, it's, it's, he was playing Counter Strike before. I went out. We have a room on the fifth floor. Oh. We get PCs. We're very lucky. I we get seen this room. Yeah, we get looked after well as well. Yeah. Uh, and Matthew was playing some CS. I was playing. I, we didn't have time this morning to play. How is that matchmaking? I just paid deathmatch. Yeah. The, did you get? Was it still lagging? No, it was fine. Okay, they fixed the internet. We had we had yes. network issues in there, but. It's good to get get the hand in. It's nice to play. I, I miss playing. I, well, I miss yes. Let's finish this Dallas thing so we can get Russ out of here. He's got media in a little bit. Oh, I have media okay. for, but I would like to eat. Yeah, yeah no, that's fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, the other teams. See, uh, this is the problem. I'm trying to represent you yeah, here, yeah. and then you just sandbag me right out of the gate. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you 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 you're the bad guy, right? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, he so got, we have to, we have to learn job. we have to learn each other. You know? <laughs> um, so the other matchup is uh, the Astralis Mouse, and the winner of that game plays Her uh, Heroic, and on their side of the bracket, G2 Phase, winner of that plays Ents. Uh, so that's kind of how it shapes up. Jason, what you know? What, you got any big thoughts on this? I like Ants a lot of this tournament. I want to see Ants win this event. Oh, okay. Love, uh, I love uh, yeah. This is. <laughs> I'd love to see you win the event too. I have, It'd be pretty cool. I have this question. I, I I remember now. I wanted to ask you this, Russ, because a lot of like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the webcam caught his face very well there. I don't know if you changed the scene Jason, correctly. Then. I have been trying my best. As soon as Jason just, it's just another step in the learning process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice representation. Yeah. Well, he represents all, all players. players. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't. I actually. I don't care who wins. I'll, I'll be honest. I was gonna ask. I you, don't like, actually care. I just think Ants is a lot of fun to watch right now. <laughs> the conversation about Ants is like they're doing more with less, and their players, you know, are not as 
good as some of the other like top five teams, right? Do you buy that? Like, how how do you feel? They've like, got some good players. You know, like I feel like those I don't guys buy that are at, anymore. The, at this point, like yeah. they've you know they're as good as any other team. Yeah, I feel like that's how Counter Strike is. I mean, there's like four players are individually good, and they have a good IGL to play around. And obviously, Snappy has a very like Unique. he lets the individuals like shine, yeah. and that's like the meta right now. So, I think. Uh, yeah, they play good. I mean, at the moment they have our numbers. So, but also C9 used to have our number too. So, uh, not everything stays the same forever. How about yeah. that, Jason? <laughs> How about them apps? How like that? <laughs> and it, it'll be a stage match, right? So, you know, once again, that would give Phase the edge in, in that one, right? They're gonna get past G2 though. And I know that you know Yanko immediately is just. I. It, it just. It, it, are G2 gonna win? I don't know. It depends. Like if they can sort their shit Different out, work. I think it's gonna be a good game, right? There's no. There's no predicting like Phase G2. Like there's no clear favorite coming into that one in a sense it's going to be like it's two very good teams playing each other it's down to who's better on the day so the right? question is are g2 imploding right yeah, which I we guess, already spoke I, about i guess that's the question and I, I don't think they are right but can they a phase you know, imploding recover can, can they recover quickly enough so that they can <laughs> put up a fight because we saw against heroic it wasn't really no, they fight. didn't put up any fight. That you was know, a miserable game. And a team like FaZe will, will run them over if that's the case. That was a miserable game of CS. Yeah. Like watching that wasn't 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 much fun at all. Um, but I I think we have a really fun playoff bracket with some cool stories. Yeah. Like FaZe versus G two is already a banger of a match. And then if FaZe win, they get to try and take down Ants after losing to them already in the tournament. There you go. That's fun. On the other side. Mouse, whatever. Uh, when <laughs> if, very cool storylines. I can't. I'm sorry, guys. I can't with Mouse. They not only do they sometimes just bore me to death with the way they play. It's, some of their players are not elite level players. Like who? You know. Damn. Who. Like who, Chad? Damn. You, know, Damn. you haven't watched their games. Like, you know who? Yeah. Get fucking rid of Torji. Yeah, I'll say it. You little bitch. I just <laughs> have to grow a pair, Chad. Go to the fucking gym, Chad. <laughs> Lift some weight. Because it is He's got there. He's, he truly back, is back. We're back there. But I, I, don't, I don't think... And I think that they're one of the teams that has rumors around them changing roster, right? Yeah. So I, I, for Mouse to have made it to the playoff, I think that's probably the furthest they're going to get. Whereas Astralis, I know they have two young boys in Buzz. And oh, actually, that news about Stare that came out today... Not good. No, that's just going <laughs> to yeah, ruin well, well, it. Every time with Astralis, every time it starts it to look a little late? bit better... Yeah. No, but this happens every time. Look at it. Every time it gets a little bit better, they, finally they, listen to they me. make a change. They look to make a change as it's looking better. So now it ruins this whole team's dynamic at this event. It's like, now it's over now. If that's true, if any of that's true, and you're the guy who's getting replaced, that's it. Well, yeah, I mean, or... Well, maybe they're playing for their spot. Oh, yeah. shit, okay. Because the deal isn't, you know, it's oh, not that's done. That's a competitor's mindset. It's not yeah. done. Fuck. Well, I guess it would yeah, it, either have to be buzzed like or Like his contract, right? Stair's contract runs out at the end of the year, right? So they're trying to, you know, organize a buyout. But if not, like, they're going to wait it out. But if by that time, Astralis, with the lineup that they have, become really good, you know, they're not obligated to get him that's or true. to change things, right? On paper, right now, it looks great. So yeah, if they, they win the event, maybe they don't yeah, get Yeah, but it said the buyout was done, no? So they just no. put him on the academy team? Or? I don't know. No, I don't, don't buy, buy, like I said, buy isn't done. I only do headlines. Well, I, said so. that the, the, I think the striker. That's like, why journalism the sucks. Article was <laughs> it's like not the journalist. That, that said, like he's bought out for at the end of his contract. When his contract ends, he's officially an Astralis player. Oh, that's what it. Is. Oh, that's maybe what it, man, I maybe I misread it then. There you go. So, t- Twist is, is t- 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 up. Here. Lucky we got artist, him yeah. on the show. The actual factual information for the people. Shit. What was I going to say? Yeah, like Altex. He had some good games. That he looks like he, ramp. he looks bang, like bang, bang. he yeah, looks like sick. he could be my son and my dad at the same time. <laughs> That's kind of kinky. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was 
It's like I when you I look at him, some CS like rolls or something. When, when I look at him from <laughs> one side, appears. like he looks like a kid. Yeah. But like when he's giving an interview, he looks like an old man. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, well, I haven't noticed that to be honest. And also, go to the fucking gym. <laughs> <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! Like your right. son and your dad. When Miles uh. Australis, I don't know. Did they play each other in the Cologne quarterfinal? Yeah. It's lucky he's here. It, man. it didn't come up We'd in be the otherwise. <laughs> in the, because the cores have changed, but uh, they yeah, only the, changed one player, right? Zip. It was right? like Bemis got insta cut after. <laughs> yeah, Bemis did no, but it didn't come up in recent in like past matchups because Australis's core is different. Oh, true. there's no device, no buzz, no Altex. That's right. That it's it basically config, a whole new roster. Yeah. Config. Far League and Zipix. Or was it lucky? That was a team. <laughs> or was it lucky? Uh, no, yeah. probably wasn't lucky. I was just poor lucky, man. Poor lucky. Unlucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More like unlucky. unlucky. Unlucky for some. But, uh, unlucky for some. But, so you think uh, you, you were having a Astralis in that one? Well, I, I, until this news, I, I would mainly because I would prefer the Astralis uh, heroic matchup for what it means for the players. It's also hard to pick against Astralis in that matchup when Device is playing like this. In the Mounds matchup? Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. I think Astralis should win. Yeah, mm. that's a yeah. And they look, they Astralis. look. I mean, they should have beat ends. This Mirage yeah. is very close. Yeah, they should have beat ends. So that's right. It went the distance, didn't it? And they were. It was. It was close on. Uh, was the second map nuke? The second like map was nuke. Yeah, yeah that like was close as well. Kills, yeah, that was close as well. So there was there was a chance there to win because we did what game? I'm trying to think what games we did on the mainstream yesterday. You did phase liquid to start the day. Yeah, and then we did in the middle of the day we did fucking Astral, the, the no, G2 heroic game. G2 heroic, and then we did your game at the end of the day, the phase versus C9 game. When you you said you were watching the game this morning. Which one were you watching? The one that I was rewatching the C9 or a match against C9. Okay. Yeah. And no you reason to rewatch the Liquid one. Yeah. Well, why? I rewatched the one already. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> rewatched it. Like, you, you we watch had four hours, in, uh, three hours in between the games. So. Surely you watched the you watched the demo. No, I just rewatched the VOD because like everything's so fresh. Like Skip I don't need I don't need to like rewatch the demo because like I played the game. Like I know what, what details happen. It's just about like. The fun of rewatching the VOD with the casters. And oh shit! I was gonna say, yeah. I hope you watch it's it for muted because otherwise, the other team. otherwise, yeah, like so, sometimes we lose. We're off the rails sometimes, mate. Like fucking, I, all I wanted was to see Shiro cam last night. That's all I wanted in my life. <laughs> Just show me Shiro having a mental breakdown, round up the live, all right, chat. live. No, because it's. It, I needed <laughs> it's to see Schadenfreude. it. You should, you should talk to someone, man. <laughs> you know all the going on. I think you should, you know. Figure that out. <laughs> that's why I talked to you Search guys, help. right? Yeah. Like, like, that's like why we brought Matthew thing. into the room. He's yeah. uh, actually we're gonna have a session here. We got the couches all lined <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Taking notes. He's got rates notes. now. Oh yeah, no, I saw. He's got rates. I saw. I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little. You I no longer get it for I free. I need a side gig. Yeah. I think the, sto the story, the two main storylines that are cool I'll do for plumbing me is on the side in Malta. <laughs> do heroic, do heroic Orens finally like do win a tournament? Okay. Right? Like, can they do that? Or can phase save it, off implosion? Is it, is it like can G two save off implosion? Or, or someone like that who's just going to you know bounce back and sort of win another tournament? Yeah. Well, I, I guess the I, I think it's just so hard when you don't have teams like you know the big hitters like into the breach and gamer legion. Yeah. Well, this event means nothing. Monty's so. like respect the until underdog. Cologne. Nothing matters. Russ, who is the best of those three teams to keep that form? Gamer legion, Monty, Apex, 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 Apex for sure. Really. Yeah. So, all right. What what players? The way they approach the game. Probably the players and the way they approach the game. Yeah. I, I think like it's JL. Just more more consistent. Sounds good. Uh, consistent style. I think Gamer Legion. You have to rely on someone having like an insane event. And, Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost and, harder and to for tell. Apex. No one was having like an outstanding event, and they still made it as far as they did, and they beat Liquid in the first game. So that's yeah. true. I think 
they were I like just, that they were the better team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they had, uh, like, yeah, Kixon had, had some good moments, I think, for a very new in-game leader, uh, or at least a new in-game leader to that level of CS. JL's fun. I like the, his personality that he yeah. he shows off, has some good aim as well, good deagle. Um, Nork won a lot of clutches, and yeah. they seem to set him up for a lot of those clutches. Stiko always seems to make the right decision. That kid's a fucking robot. I he's don't know great. what's he's going on He's a great guy, there. too. Yeah, and there's a lot of night, but that's the thing. I feel, I don't know, the the... This is a longer conversation. I'll save this one. I'm going to save this. I'm pocketing this one. This okay. pocket. <laughs> Let's this pocket that one. That one's going yeah. away. It's a, it, I can see where it goes. We can talk about I'm that if we go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, I can't go today, Yanko. I have too much work. Oh, that's what a fucking pussy would say. It's so funny. Talk about the gym, you Burger King shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's his style. I, I used to work at Burger King. You know, this is a... Uh, no. In Australia, Burger King's called uh, Hungry Jacks. Yeah, you guys Hungry already Jacks. have a Burger King that yeah. owns the IP. So... They fixed it in the eastern states, so okay. they had their Burger King over there. But where sure. I'm from, it's Hungry Jacks. So even in the country, it's slightly different. It's kind of weird. That's a fun fact about Burger King for everybody. Um, yeah, you can see where. I you think this is where we uh, end on Burger. Yeah, we, uh, we end on Burger King. Yeah. All right. Well, Russ, is there anything else you wanted to get off your chest? You want to? You burning down CSPPA and ESIC? Anything else you want to blow up here before you go? No. No. <laughs> it's just nice. Uh, nice uh, the talk. I mean. Obviously, everything I say like comes with a grain of salt. Like I don't know like how much they're really doing behind the scenes. I just can only say from like my perspective. Uh, this is not my, really my perspective. This is not investment is, so. advice. <laughs> don't, don't worry <laughs> about gamble. Don't worry about upsetting them. I wouldn't uh, worry. Don't about. I don't care. Drive. It's like my drugs my are bad. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, and that, that's, that's it. yeah. It's it's it's, it's uh, the way that yeah you view it right. That's that plays a big role into all of this here. Okay, what else have we got? Who's your favorite teammate? Let's do some quick Ooh, fire questions boy, here. My favorite teammate, Nitro. Okay. Oh, that's oh good. shit! Oh, I thought it was. Off. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, favorite movie. Oh, favorite movie. The thing is, I always go off res like recent. Yeah, recent yeah. like bias. That's and fine. The best recent movie I watched was definitely the Top Gun remake. Fuck Whoa. yeah! Yeah, yeah. Top, yeah. yeah. Top Gun remake. One of you, us. One of us. <laughs> You've got the right audience here for that. Yeah, These guys really fucking <laughs> love it. I These love guys that absolutely Gun. love it. We watched. It, you know, it. we watched the second one last year in Dallas. Like it just it went out, and we yeah. went. And I was like, I went to the. Uh, it might be my American friends in America. I watched like Fuck the yeah. second part of Top Gun. Yeah. I mean, Guardians, the, the new Guardians of the Galaxy was also like pretty guys, good. Uh, I would say like top three MCU film. And Who's then, the goat? Simpler as I will. <laughs> I mean, probably. Or I mean, device. You can throw a device in there. Or you. The thing is, I was always the one before to say device because I feel like his consistency, even though we never reached number one, was just like unmatched. Mm. And yeah. like, yeah, I mean. For him, uh, for me, uh, he was always my like favorite player to watch. So hard to fuck with four majors. As well. Dude, at least like as like a player at the game. top. Uh, like when we play like a Charlotte, like well, I mean, we're always getting destroyed by Device. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I always felt Device's impact in the server much more than I felt Simple or or as I was. Impact. Okay, sure. Uh, in terms of yourself, do you consider yourself one of the most impactful Counter Strike players at the moment? Because I consider you like in my top three. I feel like, f for me, like I don't know. I feel like I, I'm not in a position to really say that. It's like if the viewers feel Fair that enough. way, if Fair like enough. the analysts feel that way, then that's the way it is. But, but dude, I watched you do this thing with Jason and the way that you critiqued your clips was, it was a good clip, but it didn't mean anything for the game. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is at the end of the day. Right? Yeah, but if not I, everybody views it that way. Some people go, oh, that was a sick highlight. Like watching you do it, you view it the same way as like I view it. When like, I, when I asked Simple what his top play was of all time, like his own personal, if there wasn't one on the list, he brought up like a pistol round from like 2014 in an online qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> he got like five one taps with like the P2K or something. And he was like, this was the best clip I've ever done. Which is wild. Yours were all like then bedded in like a, how it yeah, meant to a tournament, which I thought was really flexing. cool. 
yeah i mean i feel like that's a highlight like a 3k that's like wins you a round that you would you know if you don't win the round you lose the game i feel like that's that's a bigger highlight than you make an ace and you lose 16-5 like yeah, what the yeah. fuck yeah for like, sure yeah like oh you you know you yeah. win like 1v2 and you win the game 16-14 the highlight or, is the context yeah you make ace yeah. and post round but you lose like 16-1 like what the fuck like, yeah. yeah it's pointless yeah yeah i see that okay we got any other quick ones or are we done we're done we're, we're done. done you sure yeah let's go to the fucking gym now but we need to we need to re-record that thing for we us. don't need to re-record it i okay. can just pause this cool pause and then it. we can go from there all right, all right. see ya ggs Uh, so we're recording again. Yeah, it's yeah. all right, Jason. You can tweet in a minute. It's all I was, good. yeah, I was. <laughs> um, okay, so twist is gone. I don't know how this is going to look at the end. We won't put it at the front. It can stay at the end. People are going to hear it anyway. Yeah. Um, that's if you listen to the whole thing. And if you don't, that's fine. You know, consume the content. There's, there would still be no fucking timestamps, suckers. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just getting that little step. No, but look, we 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 seen switched. Did we? I just did right then. Uh, and yeah, basically the reason we're coming back for this quick chat is we mentioned it on the last one, but we didn't go into a lot of detail. Jason mentioned it earlier on this episode. But um, essentially we are doing 12 episodes, video episodes uh, over the course of the next couple of months, right? It's going to depend on yep. what happens with the break and stuff uh, where the video element is actually the whole podcast is exclusively on Spotify. We will be doing other episodes when we're not together how we traditionally would, which are like TeamSpeak episodes, the audio right? which are audio only, which yep. will still be on Google Podcasts and I can upload them to YouTube. That yep. will just have the, the yep. image, right? It's not going to have anything crazy. For these ones here, when we're going to have guests like Twist or it's the three of us or we maybe we have Machine join us, we do have to record another episode this week, which can also, uh, yep. when it goes out, can yep. go on Spotify as well. Uh, so for the next 12 video ones, we'll exclusively be on Spotify. And I understand not all of you use Spotify, so I apologize for that, but this is something that we're looking to but do. But if you're looking at this... You, you have to be using Spotify. That's true. That's we'll true. probably do a PSA as well. That's like. true. And, and But we're hoping, like, we see, people will have seen we've had multiple cameras now. Uh, we all have the same microphone. The next thing we need to do is all grab similar headsets uh, for the side turn. Or hopefully we just have someone doing the levels to, to so do we the levels. don't have the headset at all. Yeah, which stuff. is coming back to Rushly. Um, so, Rush, we will ask again. We started with Fuck You, Rush. Let's end with Rush. We like you. We know that you're a technologically savvy guy. And you need money. Well, you know, maybe he doesn't, but we can we can help him out. Yeah. Um, and guys, if you are listening to this and you would like Rush to be, uh, I guess he would technically at that point kind of be like the fourth member of the show as the producer uh, to be joining us more often, tweet at him and say, Rush, we'd love you. We want you there. Um, at Rushly123456 on Twitter. Uh, because that is probably the only thing that we're missing and Rush... It's peer pressure. Is already, it's peer pressure. Uh, so... Yeah, is there anything else to this that we need to say? No, just, yeah. Uh, everything is going to be, non-video episodes are going to be completely as normal. We'll probably, you know, find some other ways to do some cool things as well. But obviously just these these episodes, using it as a way to kind of help get the podcast started, get some upgrades, as we as you mentioned. Yep. And then we're going to go from there. It, it, the thing is as well, it's not a permanent thing right now. We're going to wait yeah. and see what happens. Like, for example, if it, you know, isn't well received, and then maybe we'll consider doing different things in the future. If it is well received, then great. Um, maybe we can look at doing more things with Spotify to, to you know, I know not everybody. I use Spotify. I've been using Spotify for fucking. I do too. I've been using me Spotify too. for fifteen years. Uh, <laughs> it was the first subscription I ever paid for. Yeah, me. Too. Yeah, I think me too. To get the ads out. Yeah, and uh, it's something that I, I have. It's the way that I consume ninety-five percent of my audio media. 
Sure. Uh, but obviously, video is a part of that now. It's something that uh, you know you're watching us on. Yeah, so we're gonna have a good time with it. So tweet at us, yeah. yell at us, yeah. be happy with us, do all of it. All right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go do some acting right now. Cool. Yeah. All right. Go to the gym. After I do the acting. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>